What movie? I don't know. Is that a movie? It's Shaun of the Dead. It's the intro. Oh, it is. Walking in. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends get to sit around and talk all things Invincible, a comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan. Joining me today is Bill. Hi, everyone. And TJ. Oh, hello. TJ, Ryan Otley was just announced for C2E2. Yeah. And we were going to talk about it, but we decided to wait. Mm-hmm. Wait, is C2E2 Chicago? Chicago, yeah. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. that's where you went last year. Yeah. And, and I liked it. I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, you had a really good experience. Are you, do you think you're going to be able to make it? I don't know, because we are talking about trying to get tickets to San Diego. Yeah. And if that, if that happens, happens, then I don't know if I want to, you know... Because primarily it's a money thing. I will say right? this, though. Yes, because honestly, if I go, it would literally be I drive down for the day... Mm-hmm. For one day, and then I drive back, mm-hmm. and I, I just and I would solely be to to have Otley add to my jam piece, um, but honestly, it's probably not going to happen because it's it's oh, like a week and a half after I get back from a vacation because mm-hmm. me and some other people are going to Florida to to Disney. Um, Wait, when is C two E two? It's the last week of February. Normally, it's wow. like the last week of March. Yeah, but it's earlier. Um, so probably not yeah. with all that stuff happening next year. Did you have more fun at C2E2 than you did at New York City Comic Con? No. Really? But it was much, like, it was a lot less hectic yeah. at C2E2. I feel like that like would make lot. it more fun. Like a lot. I feel like that would allow yes. <laughs> for more fun to happen. Just a little bit more chill, yeah. you know? Um, uh, if people are listening to this the day it comes out, Halloween just happened yesterday. Uh... For us, it happens tomorrow. Which That's would right. be yesterday if you're listening to the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but you're, like you're talking. <laughs> you're talking in. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you guys? You guys got any Halloween plans? I Just mean, the you, normal stuff. You've got kids, so you got yeah, the kids. Trick or treating. Now you live in a great neighborhood, so you actually mm-hmm. have trick or treaters at your place, right? Mm-hmm. What are they? What are uh, Riker and Remy dressing up as again? Remy is being Coraline. That's right. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost put that on, by the way. You haven't seen it? No, oh. I haven't seen it either. And um, it came out around the time that like a bunch of those, those types kinda, of movies yeah. were coming out. It and was, none of them were great. No, it came out when like a bunch of like it was when the new 3D was like a thing. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what it was being like, mm-hmm. you know, advertised as. But it's a really the way that I describe Coraline is it is a an awesome kids horror movie. When it came out I remember like, yeah, maybe I'll see that. But then everybody, and I thought you said too, that it was just kind of mediocre, but it seems like the kind of movie that would grow on you the more you Absolutely. watch it. Absolutely, yeah. But that's why I feel like I wouldn't, wa- I would, it's not a movie that I would watch multiple times to fall in love with. If I had kids, maybe. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah. But. And Riker's being a uh, Hawkeye. Cool. Which, I don't uh, know what, why. What style the, Hawkeye? Because he's the best what, what costume? Like the, the shield version where it's like just the like the purple tee on his okay, yeah, chest yeah. kind of, you know what I mean? All right. Did he ever even wear that in the movies? Or is that more of the comic one where he has that purple? I think it's the comic. I don't think he really wore that. That's what I mean. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Has, has like he ever a... seen that before? Like uh-huh. any, that's really random. No. Does he have a bow? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All you right. should get Good. the masquerade V mask. Yeah, the old, old like, school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we are <laughs> oh, the Invincible Podcast. Um, we you can find us over on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You can email us uh, at the Invincible Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we're also on Spotify now. Um, you can find us on theinvinciblepodcast.com. Uh, actually, I noticed that we had a review. We, oh. we have it here in the oh. in a review on iTunes. Yeah, we haven't gotten one oh. in forever. Yeah. Well, while you're um, looking that up, can I point out something about you, Bill, that I noticed? I've noticed it for a while, but I've never brought it up. And now's okay. the time, I think. Okay. We are all audio. We don't do any video. Mm-hmm. However... I've noticed that whenever we record the Invincible podcast, mm-hmm. you wear an Invincible shirt. And whenever we record Oblivion podcast, Oblivion song podcast, Do you, I really? you wear I feel an Oblivion like it's song not shirt every time. But it is yes. really often. It's, it's yeah. often because yeah. I, I feel own... like, I feel like it's every time. <laughs> my my favorite T shirt is this one, and it's, I always have to wear it with the, the which is I, the um, yeah the Viltrum Empire Viltrum one Empire. Um, and I have to wear it with a hoodie over it because somehow it got snagged on the back, so there's a big hole in that's the back right. of it. Mm. Um, but that's the thing I don't have. I don't have a lot of like casual wear T-shirts. I have like a lot of fucking button-up collared shirts and dress pants because that's what I wear mm-hmm. eight days eight days a week. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're your comfort ones. So when you get I have to change to go, before coming over, you yeah, I just you, throw it on. I have to go buy new clothes. I will I say. <laughs> When I wear button-ups and stuff like that to work, I wear, like, I don't wear, like, a white t-shirt underneath. I wear a fucking just regular t-shirt. No, I wear a white t-shirt. Oh, underneath. yeah, I wear mm. undershirts. I don't. Um, but, yeah, we used to, you know, throw it out there in the past to hit us up with some reviews, give us some stars, and it it, 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 it helps to promote the podcast. It helps to have, you know, other listeners find it easily. easily. Um, but, you know... It's great when we get one, and we've got one here from Ian Sasquatch. It says, uh, if you love Invincible, this is for you, uh, and it says, this is a must-listen podcast for any diehard Invincible fan. Great interviews, awesome in-depth breakdown of issues, and tie-ins. So there we go. We've got 30 Thanks, reviews. Ian. That sounds like a familiar name. Did he ever reach he, out to us? Or like yeah, email? I think he's uh, followed us on Twitter and everything like that, hmm. so I've seen his name I've around. I've seen the name, yeah. Um... So yeah, we are also the Oblivion Song, Song Podcast crew. Um, for the first time, we're not releasing an episode at the same time. It's been a while since, you know, not having to do that because we've had them all backed up. Um, so Oblivion Song is what, in two weeks? It's it is two weeks, yeah. Not, yes, it's two yeah. weeks from today. The new episode will be out. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, other than that... Let's get into some Invincible-related news. Uh, we've got... Oh, wow, that's copyright right there. We're going to get sued. Like <laughs> uh, The first thing I wanted to talk about was a, um, uh, a video that went that went out. Uh, we, we actually found it over on Twitter. It's by the Comics Pals. Actually, no. Was it not? This... Uh, How, yeah, because you found it first. Yeah, this was... I found it because James Kelly, a fan of the podcast... Sent it to me, or sent it to us, uh, on the Invincible Facebook oh, um, nice. message. He sent me- hmm. message it to us. Yeah, because w- this came out like two weeks after, I'm sorry, we saw this about two weeks after we got back from New York Comic Con. Oh, yeah. And it, it went it live posted, on the 9th. It posted like right after, right after New York Comic Con ended. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we wouldn't have seen it without Mr. Kelly's help. Very cool. Thanks. So, it's... um. 
There's a, it's by the Comics Pals, and it's Pete who did the interview with Robert Kirkman on the show floor at New York Comic Con. And um, it was a great, quick, you know, like four or so minute chat with Kirkman. Um, it was cool. It was Just, it was really good. Like for mm-hmm. for as little news that we've been getting on both the show and the movie, especially, mm-hmm. Kirkman seemed to delve in a little bit more with the movie than I thought. Yeah. Where and, and and it seems like there's more done than what we thought because he was specifically talking about how kind of I mean it reminds me of for back the, when for the animated series or for the live action the movie. Yeah. For the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Really? I didn't get that impression. Well, it kind of reminds me of back when Kirkman said that, you know, Seth and, you know, Evan have an idea, a concept in mind for how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And he touched on that a little bit. Now, what was it that he said? He said that it's a version that's like distilled that's invincible. It. So like yeah. it, it has all the really, really, really important parts to it, but not he also said that it's that it's done in a in a cool, satisfying way that doesn't make you miss the other stuff yeah. almost. That's so. really interesting. And I, I think the fact that we're getting and he talked a little bit about how the animated series is because you can't justifiably do that live action. Which is what we've talked about from like what I think episode two. From yeah, from yeah. <laughs> and uh and so it's being done in a animated style because live action wouldn't work and so that the movie is the distilled version and uh that's just interesting what you know we're going to be able to get all the nitty-gritty stuff about invincible that we love in the animated series and i know we talk about it a little bit coming up in our main section with our guest this week but what does that look like you know what i mean like just distilled down invincible you know just are you asking I don't, I don't, or is kind of, rhetorical? I mean, I don't... it's kind of rhetorical but I think I think it's you're not gonna get all, all. There's so much stuff that happens like, that's you, not a part you, of the main story of Invincible between issues one and twelve, and I think we can all agree I how mean, that our, how mm. it, or, uh, the first movie is gonna end with, you know, Invincible fighting Nolan in the in the sky. And whatever. You, you have to be like you have to be really really specific because yeah. it's not gonna. It be has like, to be right. It has to be like okay. So what are if. If just like a cat, like if I were to ask Liz, like, hey, Liz, what do you remember about Invincible? She would not remember any of the, the little, yeah. like, and side that, characters and stuff like that. So I feel be. like if yeah. Liz were to come in here and tell us what she remembers about Invincible, that would probably be a synopsis That's of what the movie would okay. be. Yeah. So, like, Mark fights Nolan. Nolan goes off to another planet. Nolan has a kid. And That's not going to be the first movie, though. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, the but things yeah, that she would remember. Points. Like, she remembers Angst from Levy, but maybe not the Mahler twins. Yeah. I think the first you know, movie is going to be very... It's going to be very... way more sci-fi, then. Because if you take out mm-hmm. a lot of the... the Comic the little stuff, Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the small It's going to be fight. sci-fi with a little bit... And I'm saying this... You guys may disagree about this, but I think there's going to be a lot of detective work. Who did it? Really? I think that they're going to play... Now, you this is completely this is completely different than the animated series. Yeah. Completely different. Which I'm I, getting I more excited opposite, about. I have the opposite like opinion this. about the animated series, but I feel like the movie is going to be like, who killed the Guardians? Yeah. And then I, I almost, I think that you're not going to know when the Guardians are killed. And then the reveal, we are going to find out with Mark. Yeah. Wouldn't it be weird if that, that were the, the fucking tagline? Like the trailer is like... The Justice League, and it's like kind of like a mock Justice League thing, and then they all fucking die, and then the big thing is like who killed the Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy? the Watchmen. And then yeah, yeah. kind of like that, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. The more I, the more we assume the animated series is going to be, you know, almost one for one similar to the comic book. The more excited I am about the movie being completely different and just being kind yeah. of like an alternate universe type thing. Uh, I don't want it to 
stray from the comic though i'm okay with it being different like oh let's find out with mark make it more cinematic yeah it's gonna it's gonna stray and i'm okay with it straying a little bit yeah but don't like don't fucking Cirque to freak it you know i don't like we talked about yeah yeah it could uh by the way talking about Cirque to freak by the way i would love to hear if anybody like actually started reading that count that book series Riker finished the first three and he started book four. Book four is where like shit and in the, gets real. And then the same night, he started at seven o'clock or seven thirty. We're like, okay, Riker, go to bed and read. And then usually he'll like fall asleep at like eight thirty, nine at the very latest, which we're okay with if he's reading. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He came out of his room at ten thirty, like dunk door opened up. He came out in his underwear. He's like, I he's like, it. he's like, Dad, <laughs> I just got to chapter ten. He, <laughs> he started like telling me about everything. Oh, that's awesome. He's like, Harkit can talk. And I'm like, oh, you you met Harkin. That's freaking awesome. I can't wait. And like, like Liz was like so mad. And like me and Riker just started yeah. talking about about the book. But yeah, he read ten chapters in one night, and he's eight. Yeah. So and that's I was telling him like, dude, get to book four. Cool. Don't, yeah. has, he, has he seen the movie? Yeah, he has. Mm. But he already he doesn't even talk about the movie anymore. He doesn't he, remember. He no. Okay, good. No. Uh. Back to Invincible, LucaCon uh, is going on in, yeah. in uh, Italy, and there's been some cool photos and such coming out of that. It looks like they're having a blast, Oh, man. it is, right? Man. They're doing... Um... Maybe if we go to San Diego this year, we have to up the game next year and go to Italy. <laughs> and the moon. I would definitely go to Italy. Uh, um, but yeah, those huge banners that they have yeah. set up. They've got... Um, the, uh, before even Luca started, Lorenzo uh, De Felici... Posted that invincible yeah, commission, commission for uh, which was for fucking con. awesome. It was how, awesome. How good is really, that? Really it was so oh. good. And then we have the the uh, that issue with the variant cover that Otley did, and then Leo uh, Annalisa Leone, who was the colorist on Oblivion Song, colored it. Um, and you- then they posted Otley posted today uh, commissions that he was doing, and Annalisa Leone is great, like putting gray tones on them. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, I love it. We've also got some, uh, Ollie was posting pictures of the hardcover that uh, collects the uh, covers. Covers. Yeah, I really want that. Oh, I know. How cool is that? I thought it was so funny when he responded to. So I mean. think it was. Was it your tweet? No, it was. It was the was, podcast. Okay, right. well, it was. It was your Spider-Man crying. But either oh, way, yeah. But but yeah, no, he, he responded, responded to and mine he said, where I said I "You that. get nothing. Yeah. You get nothing." And then I posted Spider-Man crying in a tub, and he was. What did he say? He said, "Sorry, I was hungry or something." He's like, "Sorry, I was hungry. I was hungry." <laughs> I was gonna say something about you know it was probably just uh, jet lag or something because mm. that was probably around the time that he was flying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so cool stuff coming out of Luca, uh, and check out either our, our Twitter for, you know, obviously we've got the, um, the video from the comics pals, their interview from Kirkman. You can find that on YouTube or we have all those links on our Twitter along with all the Luca stuff. Uh, we're going to jump now to our main topic of the show, uh, which we recorded last week. So for us, it's only going to be a second, but for you guys, you guys got like about a half hour or so, we got to sit down finally mm-hmm. with uh, Kelsey from the Let's Talk Invincible Twitter account. Um, I'm sure you've seen her posts, uh, if, if, unless you're not on Twitter. In which case, uh, I hope you enjoy this chat we had with her. She's a huge Invincible fan, and it was awesome talking about how she found Invincible. It's a completely unique experience uh, to anyone else that we've actually gotten to chat but with. But believable and not bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. definitely genuine, you yeah. know? 
Um, you know, a little bit more about like some of her favorite parts to the comics, favorite characters. Uh, we had a good question in there about like what kind of you know commission she would want from Motley. You know, what kind of stories she'd like to see. Some of uh, talked a little bit about her fan fiction that she writes uh, based in Invincible, and we had a great time. So hope you enjoy. All right, and here we are with our guest for this episode. We are here with Kelsey. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Nice to be here. Now, if anyone follows us on Twitter, they know who you are. They might not recognize your name. Kelsey, or your voice. Kelsey, or your voice. But they might, because there's some videos out there. <laughs> so, the, you run the Let's Talk Invincible account. Yep, that's me. And, and on Twitter, you also go by Vince, which is... Yeah. T- tell us why you go by Vince on Twitter. How it um, happened. It's because um, a lot of the Let's Talk accounts, where when they were a thing, um, usually had nicknames. And then Ben, who's a friend of mine, he, his real name's Jacob. But in a chat one time, he just called me Vince. And I just stared at the screen for a few seconds. And I was like, is he talking about me? And then I got it. It's short for Invincible. And I was like, that's my nickname now. And then people just kept calling me that. And so it just kind of stuck. I'll be honest, I didn't get it. At first, no, I didn't, I didn't either. either. See, I that's the thing. First, we should have named Mark Vince because I mean Rex, and then there's Eve, and <laughs> but I feel like has there ever been a time where someone like Rex called him Vince? No, never. Someone in the pact called him Vince, I think, and oh, he was like, "Don't I, call me that." Like or fire something. breather or something it was like or one of them. One of them mm. might have said it because I could picture it. Like I feel like I can picture it. Hmm. I, like I know because Ben was reading the pact and he was like, look, look. You know? Okay. So who's, so who's Ben? Ben is, does he run another Let's Talk or? Yeah, he, he did. Um, his at's Ben Leisha Warrior and he's just a friend um, who lives in Toronto. And at, he read Invincible before me, um, but stopped after the Guardians died because he was mad. <laughs> and then I, I got him to what? read the rest and we read it together like on call, like trying to like stay on the same page. That's and fun. then after that, we were like tight. Yeah. So what issue did you start Invincible on? What 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 I, issue was it? You're gonna hate me, but I didn't read it until it was done. That's awesome. You're yeah. one of the first we've ever spoken to that's actually read it after the fact. In its entirety. Mm-hmm. In its entirety. Yeah. Wow. Did um. Spoiled. Was, any, was anything no spoiled waiting for you? month after month? Sorry, what was the question? Was anything spoiled for you before jumping into the series? Yes. I knew, I had a vague idea that no one character was, but I didn't really know. I was so like surprised by how it played out. And Mm -hmm. I also knew about um, issue 110 because that was like a thing on the internet, you know, Uh, at the time. So I had that in my mind, but that was also um, the way it was pitched to me. I knew that Mark was going to be a dad, but that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I never find it too much of a spoiler when people find out that, Mark and Eve have a kid or anything like that because there's still, you know, loops and, you know, twists along the way, obviously, uh-huh. you know. Uh, yeah. Which we're going to get into actually after this when we do our reread for Volume 15. Um, but yeah, you mentioned Toronto. You're in Canada, right? Yeah, I'm in Alberta and he's in Toronto. Okay. So, yeah. Toronto's I'm far away. I'm sorry. Although I, uh, you did that I on purpose. Did you do that on purpose? Did you say uh, no. sorry on purpose? What What do you mean? Exactly. <laughs> no, sorry. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, we're very. See, oh, oh, that's what you're. Okay, you got, yeah. you're the ones that say it weird. Sorry, see? No. sorry. <laughs> see, it does Shoot. sound weird. It sounds weird when she says it. That no, it way. doesn't. Yeah. It sounds normal. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you have a ton of snow, right? Or do you not? I did. It's gone now, but it's supposed to forecast as it'll snow later this week. Oh so. my god. We've yeah. had snow in October before. It always before, does It's not not like you were posting pictures of it like two weeks ago or something, and it was feet. The Let's Talk Snow account. Uh, that's crazy. So, so you started reading Invincible. What did it add? Two years ago now, or a year ago? Yeah, I start. It was when did Amazing Spider-Man number one came out? Summer of 2018, I think. Because it was shortly yeah, after that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. a year and a half. It just seems like it's never that long ago, but it is that long ago. Since it ended. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you yeah. even get into it? Like, what even made you start to read it or think about it? And then it's just mind blowing that. It's been two years, and you started, like, you must fucking love it, like, after what you read. So, wh how did you, like, find it? What What's that story? Um, it's, I'd been, I had heard of Invincible before, but I, you know, the image you always see with it is, like, that number, issue number one, and I was like, that's really not for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I actually was my local comic shop owner. Um, I was, I'm, for the most part, I'm mostly into Spider-Man. And I was not really satisfied with the current run. And then Nick Spencer was going to start on number one with Ryan Otley as the artist. And as soon as I saw Ryan Otley's art, I was like, holy shit. Like, this is, I really liked it. I liked it a lot. And people, you know, on the advertisements for Amazing Spider-Man, the new run, it was always Ryan Otley, you know, in brackets, invincible. And so when I came into the shop to pick up my number one, I was complaining to my local comic shop owner about how I didn't like the current Spider-Man run and how Peter and Mary Jane were broken up. And my dreams of them having a kid were never going to happen. He was like, well, if you want superheroes having kids. And he's mm -hmm. like, he, he gave me um, the image first reprint of Invincible number one. And, you know, and he was all like sly, like, I have all the trades on this shelf mm -hmm. right here if you like it, you know. So I was like, sure, maybe. I mean, I was kind of sold when he said that they would have a kid because I, I really like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I sat on it for like a month or two because I remember I read it in school when the semester was in session. And then I started with some of the trades from him and then some of them I got from Amazon. And there, then there came a point where I was like, fuck it. And I just read the rest like on my phone in the back of like lectures, you know, mm -hmm. like for four days, just didn't sleep and read the whole thing in like two days and then read it again in two days. Jeez. Wow. It's, and it was bad. It was real, real, real bad. Your, it, was, it was an experience. <laughs> your story is the first one that we've had that isn't about Kirkman. Because it always starts with, I You're was right. reading Robert Kirkman. You're right. I wanted to find other things, and then we found Invincible. Or yeah. something like that. Like, Almost always and we dead. And we always talked about Ryan Otley's art, like, he was such a huge part of why we love the comic, and yours is the first story that he was the influence as to why, and it was even after the comic ended, like, you saw his art on something that was, like, the best that he's done on Invincible, because, I mean, if you go back, his his art is really close to Cory Walker's, because he was mm -hmm. trying to intimidate it, or in, in, yeah. to Im imitate, imitate. imitate it. Ooh, the transition, yeah. Yeah, and not saying that, that it was bad, but it's evolved quite a bit, mm -hmm. and it's just, it's it's very interesting to me that 
that's what got you on board. So what did you think when you started it and Otley wasn't the the artist right away? And then once his art started, like, could you kind of see where it would go? You know what I mean? Because it was it was very, very different in the beginning. I mean, as soon as he took over, I could immediately tell that, you know, I could see you can see aspects of his art from as far back as that and see, you know, you could tell that it's the same artist. But, yeah, it is really, really different. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it's also like the coloring, you know, like the coloring got got more and more complex and then they moved on from Crabtree and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting, especially with um, um, we're about to talk about volume 15 and the colorist has changed from FCO in, in volume 14. And now we're starting volume 15 where they go through a couple different artists and then Roush or whatever, however you, however you pronounce his last My name. My favorite. Is he? Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I like him the most. You see how he like he like colors the lines like themselves, like they're never black. Okay, it's really cool. That's a great. Yeah. I don't think I've ever noticed that. That's one of the things I always saw his as being more of that softer, more pastel. Everything's kind of like sunset colors, like tones. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh it's cool. I do like his stuff, and um, but yeah, the the colors is is it's cool. They bring them up too because we're going through changes with them right now in the reread. Um. So what is your favorite story arc of this Um, It's a Viltrumite War. I don't know. It's got everything. It's got, like, they blow up a fucking planet, and that's pretty dope. <laughs> and there's, like, the family moments with Oliver and Nolan, and there's, like, there's Eve moments at the beginning and end and some Debbie moments, mm-hmm. and there's that conquest fight. It's just... it's And it's also kind of... It feels like the climax of the series. I mean, like, because they're... The Viltrumite conflict is like the first big thing, and then it pretty much ends after the Viltrumite war. I mean, it doesn't completely go away, but things kind of like go down yeah, from such there. A cool then, resolution. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Does it not end how you expect? Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. And I love seventy-seven with the flashing to you know what's in Mark's head. That's a great issue. Um, yeah. I think All those I... spreads in seventy-five. Yeah, I just read the um because in, in the back of hardcover, what is this one? Seven. Seven. There's the uh, issue 75 script, and so it was really cool reading through his script. So I was actually doing that this morning. You need while to get I was, the hard yeah, I was doing that this morning while I, I was eating those breakfast. Scripts. I was reading about like uh, how Kirkman was writing to um, Otley, saying like at one point he actually wrote, "Hey, all right, so this is one of those uh, artist, you know, making it really hard on the, or writer making it really hard for the artist kind of situations. I'm going to need you to draw tiny buildings on a building that is blowing up, you know what I mean, and cracking, and then them in the, like, foreground. Like, it was, it's really, really cool reading through that whole script. Poor Ryan. I know. Man. I think I already know the answer to this question, (laughs) just uh, from, from following you on Twitter. But who is your favorite character? This is besides Mark, right? Yes. Yeah, it's Debbie. Oh, that's not who I thought it was. Who did you, did think, you think it was, was going to be? Dinosaurs. I did. Really? Because <laughs> there was a time like last be... month where, like, you even joked about it on Twitter about how you were just every day you were posting something about dinosaurs and I, were you I went joking through a about phase. talking <laughs> about uh, changing the name to Let's Talk Dinosaurs. So I thought it was. I had a layout with dinosaurs. Yeah, hmm. with my icon. I thought it could have been Oliver too. Him. You also really love Oliver, right? Yeah. Yes, it's Debbie, Oliver, Dinosaurs, and probably Tara. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I this, this is a good transition. 
the, the, the you've written a few different like short stories and like fan fictions about Invincible and like I really I do really like how you've written Tara and uh, Oliver and Mark like you've gotten a, you've gotten really good at getting inside their heads and finding their voice so you did a good job on those Aww, so, and it was you. very well written too how you, you read it, it too yeah I read it I thought it was very good <laughs> that was very good the the them. Mark teaching Marky how to fly was a very cool idea. Very and cool and idea. a very, very cool way to get them to bond with each other. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, it starts high and then just gets progressively worse. Yeah. <laughs> you got to start high. Yeah, you did that. You'd, so you did a, a two-part like story about that that's kind of taking place about six months or so after you know Mark leaves in 144 with you know Tara and leaves Marky behind. Um, and that was a great two-parter. And you did another little short story with Robot and Monster Girl when Robot's the brain in the tank. Um, any other kind of things you're toying with writing about? Yeah, I have a whole outline, and I'll probably be writing it until I'm 80. I can't touch <laughs> <those> words anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I like something, I like to write things about it. And I've never loved anything as much as I love Invincible, like, ever. So oh I'm going to be writing about it for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um. I was about to say oh where what is a good like if what how how can people find them like what is the, the website like i always just go it's, to I, I know where to click on it in your twitter <laughs> you know what yeah I, mean? I need to like put a link somewhere but it's um archive of our own archive of our own and it's just like a site where people can just toss their literature yeah. All right. So if they go to that, they just search for what take to the sky just, or right now. Yeah, it's the only. If you look under the invincible tag at the moment, I'm, you're sure to find it because there's only like three picks under invincible there right now, and two of which are mine. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. I I believe I made my username Vince underscore a bowl. It's probably what my username was. Okay. So cool. That's probably the best way to find it. All right. Yeah. Um, what else? We have, usually go ahead. No, I was just gonna ask. So, have you gone to any cons, cons or like um, fan expo up in Toronto or? Well, that's Toronto. Um, She's, I have gone oh, okay. to local stuff. Oh yeah, you're like. And I've met like website. Ryan North and stuff. But um, I actually want to go to fan expo to see Ben next year. So if you guys are going, maybe we'll, we'll see. I'm just trying to save money right now. So. Yeah, I go every year. Maybe I'll see you. So, I, well, I was going to ask if you've met Kirkman or Otley or anything oh, like no. that. Oh, no. No. Probably, probably what would you cry. even do? What would you even do? I don't, I don't know. I'd probably, I don't know, just give them a book and get them to. I, I, I would like to keep creators as far away from my dumbassery as possible. You know? like, I don't know. People tag, tag them. I'm like, get the I'm like, I'm going to have to block Ryan Otley. I'm going to have to block Ryan Otley. There's no other way. Like, I'm just going to keep him away. If you could yeah. have Otley draw anything, what would it be? That's a good question. Oh, shit. I have oh. so many. Really? What are yeah. some of them? You don't Most have to, of them like, are Tara one, and Marky because like... I just really want an image of them together. Yeah. What was it? Tara and Marky. I just have a lot of, like, them hugging, them glaring at each other. But mm-hmm. I also want to see, I want to see Ryan Otley draw um, Spider-Man 2099. With yellow hair a lot because oh, he's my favorite Marvel yeah. character, and I want to see um, dinosaurs eating Kanslock to continue the Kanslock tradition. Mm. And, That'd be interesting. Dinosaurs <laughs> eating Kanslock <laughs> with his giant teeth. Yeah, you know, it'd just be ridiculous. And, it would be. It'd just have to be like a big tank of them. 
Just like his mouth wide open. And... Out. <laughs> and then I, more, I really want to see Debbie hugging adult Oliver because we never see them together except at the funeral. True. With his mustache. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. So here's the bad thing about the podcast is now you're going to see those commissions. That's happened. I, it's fine. I, it, yeah. it has happened. Um, I can't... I, I, I wish there was proof that you the came up with the idea. Dude, I fucking did come up with the idea. Of Battle Beast wearing Thrag. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. No. It was, um... Oh, wait, was it? Yes. Yeah, it was a Thrag cape. A thrag cape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw that one. I didn't... Yeah, was that your idea then? It wasn't... Swear, no, like, we, we, we talked about it on the podcast, and then, like... It was two three, months later. Three, two months? Yeah, it was two later. three months later. It he did up. it at a convention, and it's yeah. like, come on! Mm -hmm. Which is entirely possible somebody else came up with it. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. you know. It's fine. No way I'm going to be able to do all of these. See, so. there you go. That's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah. I can't, like... Man, the first time we met Otley was crazy, and having him on the podcast was a ton of fun. And obviously the, the nerves that went into having Kirkman on the show was probably the nerv nerviest, the nervous, the, the most nervous, the even talking about yeah, it, see, the, the most nervous, nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably ever been in my life for anything at all. And then, um, finally getting to see him last month at New York was just weird because it was, it wasn't even that we were kinda. nervous. It, it just kind of like adrenaline just blanked. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, yeah. all right, we're here. We did it. This was the goal, and now we're here. Now what? And I had nothing. So, yeah, I just kind of froze up. But, yeah. The man terrifies me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just overwhelming knowing that all, all of these ideas that we, like, drool over are just coming from this guy's head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And what yeah. other kind of ideas that he has in there. And that's what's weird about it is that, like, when we met him... He's just so normal, but we have him on this pedestal. That's true because, I mean, the stuff that comes out of his head, like, yeah. is so consistently great that you're just like, how are you this fucking normal, but in your in the back of your head? Like, is it just in the back of your head? Yeah. Like, where does it come from? So it's just you're very strange. Human. You'll up his vest and it'll be like Rick and there's just a robot body. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because you're right. And then after talking to him for a minute, every time, whether it's meeting him in New York or on the podcast after a minute it's just like he's just normal he's so yeah. normal he's so chill and he just he's such a blast to talk to mm -hmm. um yeah. speaking of Kirkman, and i know that i know that the creators are human oh yeah but i just <laughs> yeah um what are some thoughts on animated series slash movie I don't know anything about the movie and it's always funny when people ask me about it because i'm like they should go to you because I don't know. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, you I probably know what we it. know. If there's, there's not much to the know. Worst. They haven't said anything. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm preparing for the worst, that it doesn't happen or that it sucks, but either way, I'm interested. Mm -hmm. I don't know. For the animated series, I'm really excited for it. And I have, I don't really have an outline, but I can't help but think that the last season's going to end on like 50 after the Cecil debacle and even Mark mm -hmm. Kiss and they're together and then Oliver peeks in from the window and the titles roll. You and For I some are, reason, I think that's how it's going to end. You and I are close uh, yeah. in our predictions. You're thinking I'm, a little bit further, though, right? That's around the because it ends on, like, 48. I thought, yeah, it ends on 48. But I thought that it would, I think that it's going to end, um, like, the Invincible War. Where it, it would, it would because Angstrom Levy, Levy, oh. <laughs> Angstrom Levy. I can't yeah. do it. I know. <laughs> 
But Angstrom Levy, he uh, like brought, you know, he. I feel like he's going to be a presence in the first season, and the only way to end the season is to kind of end, like, kind of cap him off somewhere, which his big, like, finale is the Invincible War, and that's why I'm thinking it would end at 60, and maybe we'd get, like, Conquest showing up, and then the credits no way. roll or You're something. You're out of your fucking mind. Maybe. You're out I of your fucking like, mind. mind. Way farther along than we think, because... I don't know. You can like montage the first few issues. I swear, just Mark, you, you know, stopping a bomb. You know, bombing yeah, the whole plotting. science teacher thing, like the Scooby Doo Who Done It, and it's the science I mean, yeah, teacher. Like always, that's, that yeah, that's yeah, that's. Like but I feel like they gotta like get people interested and get them interested quickly. My thing is, I don't want them I, to quickly get glaze to, over to space, yeah, and then the sci-fi ness because yeah. some of my favorite stuff is. Him stopping the B-side villains and Africa and all the relationship stuff and the family an drama. hour, an episode. It it goes I by know. so quick. It goes by so quick. Yeah. The first four issues I can read in an hour. The first probably I guarantee issues I can read in an hour. I that guarantee be you, one sir. episode, though, because that's too jumbled. You know what I mean? You're not going to have that much in one episode. It would, it would be, all those things would be stretched out. I know, but it's going to go quicker than you think. They can, like, slow it down for Linol and, and Mark stuff so that you're, like, invested in that. That's, but, like, Mark, like, being a superhero in general. Yeah. That's, I think that they're going to make, because in the beginning, and if you've listened to, like, the new readers and stuff like that, like, Oh, yeah, the new readers are way better than you guys. Hey, fuck <laughs> you. Um... The like I'm sorry. everybody hates not I mean not us because we know Nolan now you know what I mean but everybody hated Nolan up until like way after yeah he him, comes him, back him and, and him and him and Alan and stuff like that and I feel like they're gonna make it's gonna end with the aftermath of 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 Nolan and Mark fighting and not ver not long after that like it's gonna end that wait 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 and they're gonna spend a fuck ton of time making nolan an extremely likable character so then when it does flip it's like holy fucking shit i don't know who this man is anymore you're crazy no I, i'm not i have said this since the beginning the first episode has to end with something crazy you're, you're to get people to come back to watch the, the guardians episode. getting murdered okay so the guardians are gonna get murdered in episode one and then seven hours of the animated series is going to go by before they fight. Why the fuck before not? Before Mar- Mar- Mark and Invincible fight, you're crazy. You're Mark crazy. and Invincible will never fight. Mark. Uh, that's there not true. Marky Issue and Invincible 60. fight. Oh. Um, and Invincible 144. See, this is like me listening to an episode but live, so I'm just like snorting in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you, can't, you can't mention the animated show timeline with us and that, and not have it be an argument mm-hmm. and have our ideas change yeah take I keep, a drink I every honestly, time <laughs> yeah I, I just keep going back and forth between me wanting it to be drawn out and have mark and nolan fight at the second to last or last episode of the animated and going back back and forth between that and wanting it to happen in like the second you know what i mean like I want them to develop that it's relationship, such a but also point. I want the the draw for audience members to be like, okay, this is what this show is. Let's let's go, and maybe they can. Maybe an hour and a I half, they can, maybe two hours. They they can build that. I have relationship a question. And make why, it obvious. why can't they add sequence stuff in the first season and have that be like, maybe you know, will. that's what I'm saying. They they can they can do things to elongate that thing happening because, in my opinion, that's it. it it's. They can't skim over it. They can't just make that a mid-season fucking yeah. confrontation. Like, it has to be... It's Mark and Nolan, like, fighting. Like, and, and it can be a fucking two-episode-long fight. Yeah. 
Like it's it funny be. to say that, that how important it is, There's but in the grand scheme of things, that episodes. was only. But it's, the, it's one issue. And the thing is, and it grand, goes by really fast. In the grand scheme, out of 144 issues of the series, that was only what 11. That was 11. That's so what I, mean. what I was about so to say was, why can't this go for 10 years? Why, why does it have to end after four seasons? Think of all the places where the first season could end. Like, even even mine and yours, out of, like, take take our opinions out of it, it could also end. Imagine... We should. Imagine um, Mark going to see his dad. That was a surprise to us. We didn't know that, that he was going to be there on that planet. Yeah, I, you know I, what I mean? I like, he just, like, showed up there yeah. with, like, Science Dog. Takes That's him to the space. Other thing that I didn't really think about. He yeah. shows up there, and then it, and then Nolan's there, and Oliver, a baby, is there, and then the credits roll. There's so many other places where. So it, that's interesting, TJ. End. So, given your, I'm sorry, you're still here. I'm sorry. I feel bad. <laughs> we're getting I'm into it. I'm enjoying this. I should I should have brought popcorn. <laughs> All right, this is the last thing, and we're gonna try and wrap this up. If it happened in like the second episode, TJ, would Nolan leave Earth, and then we don't see him for almost the rest of the season? If we got to get to the the Voltrima, or the Invincible War by the end of eight episodes, you know what I mean? We would see him again. We would see him quite often in again. In space? Yeah. Why? Then we would how, know where how he often, is. How yeah. often do you see Nolan? Zero no, times. If, if you're saying if my theory is, is yeah. correct, how often do you see Nolan between issue 11 Not a and lot. 60? Not a lot. It's it's the cutaways, you know what I mean? Like you see him, go, you see him a lot. You see him a lot. You see him on the ship, and you see him when Mark meets up with him. Yeah, yeah. You see those him two on... times. Yeah, but, but I, just... I think that those are both like full those episodes. Those are both going to happen. Full episodes in between three and eight. I would want the ship, them on the ship, mm -hmm. to be the exact same as it was in the comic. It's its own episode. Really, and yeah, this was not even in that episode. I don't know. There's so much. We're writing the show uh, as we go. No, we're not. <laughs> well, like, what, what if it ended on like fifty, and then? They combined that moment where Eve and Mark kiss with that moment where Angstrom has his balls spying on them when they're kissing. Yeah, like you're you're in the same wheelhouse as TJ if, in that era. You know what I mean? I don't know if it'll be three seasons, right. but I know that the first a... third. Well, I don't know, but I well, I could see yours being the more the like um, kind of not a happy ending, but like a very definitive kind of thing. But there's also the tease, like the after credit tease of. Levy's balls, like, just kind of <laughs> dangling in the dangling air. Dangling in the <laughs> air around yeah. their heads. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's pretty inappropriate. I, I also picture, like, a, a tease of, you know, like an after the credits tease, if Them you will. teasing of, Levy's balls? No, of a Vultramite <laughs> ship. And you see the throne and you Shut see, like, Con Conquest walking in. Like, just seeing, like, but the, but, but people don't know who Conquest is. No, know, How dare you show Thanos Conquest thing. before? It's a Thanos thing is what I'm saying. No, no, no. No, no, sir. Yeah, well, we didn't know who up. Conquest was. He just showed up. Exactly. Yeah, you can't right, have no. a tease and be you're like, right. who's this guy? He's because that's show what... up for the first time on Earth. And that's what makes it so awesome when he shows up is because it's right after the Invincible War. Mark is, like, so tired and fed up. And you're like, oh, an, an, what, how can he fucking this fight asshole. another yeah. guy? Yeah. If you guys are right and it ends in the issue 50 to 60 realm, season two is going to be insane. Half the season should be just... Just Invincible War, Conquest, right into the Viltrumite War. Yeah. All right, make it. I'm mm -hmm. fine with that. What, uh, uh, as far as Seth Rogen in the movie? You, yeah. I mean, I kind of like that, that, that we would have already talked about it by now, but the um, that interview that someone did over uh, in New York with Kirkman, and Kirkman kind of talking about how it is going to be his own interpretation. You know, the animated series is very much meant to be 
Kirkman's interpretation. I like the word that he used. He what did what did he use? Um, Concentrated. Like you, he he used the the he used the like like he described like when you boil off water and then you get like the sugar that's left over. You know what I mean? Like you get kind of the most important parts of it. Mm -hmm. And um, what do you what does that look like to you? Like what? I really don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do it at all. I tried to think about it and I'm like. The only thing I can see is it co- it covering, you know, the start of Invincible to him working with Cecil, like, after the Nolan debacle. But that's, like, such a small part of the series. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, even if they did a trilogy, you wouldn't even get close to covering some of the best stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I have no it, idea. Well, can, I mean, Kirkman said and confirmed, and, like, he, I mean, he's, he, he said the animated series is going to be that dream, like, what we want yeah. as, like, yeah. current fans... The Invincible series is for us, which is what I'm fine. We've the, talked about and, it, and the for movie years. is just going to be a concentrated like That's the a... main characters. Like pick out pick out the main characters that you just said. Who are your favorite characters? So probably no dinosaurs. Fuck probably. that shit. I'm sorry. No, but dinosaurs was a major part of like it was a huge but thread. That's the thing. I see. Like, no, I'd say like no tether tyrant, say, no sequins, no fucking stuff. It's just going to be family and viltrumites, and right. it's going to be no, the no. first one is a very grounded. Um, you know, play on the superhero tropes. His father, you know, the fight, but uh, you know, he leaves Viltrumite threat, mm-hmm. and then second one is very much getting into the sci-fi territory, and then the third one, if it is a three-part thing, mm-hmm. third one would be full sci-fi. You know, yeah, I'd say that there, but there'd all be the theme of family throughout. Yeah, the whole there'd thing. be no Angstrom Levy, there'd be no Rex Blode, and um, who else do you like? <laughs> if they cut hmm? Battle Oliver. Beast, I don't know what I'll do. Battle Beast can't not be in the. Movie. I'll say this. They have to, like, at least have them in the background. But see what we're doing? We're also going to be, like, they can't leave fucking, like... I'll say this, and I'm not kidding. As we were kidding, I'm not kidding. You will never see Dinosaurus live-action screen. You're insane. Never. You're insane. You'll never see it. I will bet you a pizza right now. I think you're right, but I'm not happy about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it's going to be significantly different. And the longer that, you know that we've thought about this and talked about it, the more I'm fine with the movie being just its own completely different thing. I don't, I'd almost prefer it to be completely different and not even close than it to be like Why really did... close and then just Oh, that's the thing. Wrong. I don't like that. Mm-mm. People always have... tell me that comic book movies shouldn't be the same, but I'm like, that's why I watch book adaptations is because I don't want them to be perfectly the same, but I want it to be recognizable for yes. the most part. Mm-hmm. You know? Agreed. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'll still be the I'll still be their opening night, obviously. Yeah. The movie could suck ass, and I'd still. That's the thing. Like we're too close to it to really ever enjoy the movie. Like we will never enjoy the movie like we enjoy. It's like okay, so I've I've never read a Constantine book or knew anything even about it before I saw the Keanu Reeves movie back when I was little. You know what I mean? And I fucking love that movie. I love that movie to this day. And everybody who's ever seen is like, uh, fuck it, it's not Constantine because he doesn't have a. Uh, oi, oi, fucking accent. Who are you talking accent. to that has a, who's British? Constantine is supposed to have, <laughs> oh, like, is he really? he's Cockney. Yeah, he's oh. supposed to be blonde and have a fucking, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the difference. I thought like, that was the person telling you that it wasn't the way it's supposed to be. No. Yeah, okay. That was a pretty good accent, though, wasn't it? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> but that's that's the thing. Like, we'll love the animated series. The movie will not be for us. It's for people who don't know anything about it at all. And yeah. they'll enjoy it more. They do. They will. Because how can you not compare? How can you not be like, I know what this is supposed to be, but I don't, like, fucking like it? I know someone that likes the Avatar The Last Airbender movie, and they've never seen the show. And I'm like, 
Like, well, I feel I'm like, like, are you kidding? Even me? people that didn't watch the show hated that movie. I know. That's why it's so fucking surprising because it's like it's just bad. Like, yeah. the thing is though, I I kind of disagree with what you're saying, Bill, because that doesn't surprise me. But go yeah, on, because you're always wrong. Yeah, I know. Um, so kind of like Airbender. If if the Invincible movie is good by any means, I think that we're going to enjoy it. If the Invincible movie is bad by any means, people are not going to enjoy it, whether they read the comic or not. You know what I mean? Like I I mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I think that if I think that if people accept it, I think we will. This is an interesting conversation that we'll that we'll have maybe on the podcast and not during a fan spotlight. But I oh, think that okay. we should I think that we should we should try to find other movie adaptations that are adap- that are adapting like an animated series with a lot yeah, of like a lot, a of, lot of context. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I can uh, think of last, another movie. Last that Airbender. I thought, I thought last of. Airbender is a great example because there's like a fuck ton of exposition in that because they just did not yeah. have time to to make you fall in love with characters like you did over the but course of the show. But that's what I was talking about. Where I wouldn't want it to be like trying to be exactly like it and then just fill it with exposition. It would have it to be. It would so, have to be fucking like like condensed. very so we focused. Got, we'll move on after this, but. <laughs> the one thing that I th- that I think of when I th- the whole the movie that's been in the back of my mind this entire conversation has been Cirque du Freak, which is a twelve book long series, and it was amazing. It was so good. Then the movie came out, and they took all twelve books and tried to condense it into two hours by making their own story, and it was trash. It was utter trash. They tried to take the first three books and turn it into one. No, movie. they took the entire series and put it into one movie. They never went to Vampire Mountain. He never did the trials. <laughs> they never. Yeah, I know. They took all that stuff out. Yeah. But but who was the Vampire King? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Moving on. So moving on. Once again, Bill's wrong. Yeah, worst case scenario. Read Sort of Freak if you haven't. It's great. Okay. (laughs) I'll add it to my very long list. (laughs) It's very good. Um, One one thing before we wrap it up, unless there's something else, feel free. Uh, I wanted to ask you if tomorrow Robert Kirkman was like, I'm going to write a one shot in the Invincible Universe and it's going to be about this character. Who's the first person you think of? Shit. Um, I guess the first one I think about is Tara, but I don't know that's if that's right smart answer. as... Oh, I, yeah. think, I think that's got to be it. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my number two. That would be I your would, number two? I, I kind of I like want them to do one-shots about the alternate Invincibles, though, because that would be really cool. Oh, my God. Because you wouldn't have to do a ton. You know, you just have to show yeah, what happened would have been different. Yeah. Mm. Just like what? But Tara's, yeah, first one that comes to mind. The individual alternate ones that get pulled over, just just random yeah. stories. Yeah, Flax and one, emo want... Mark. Um, I'm the only one that's gonna get that reverence, but emo um, Mark. Emo Mark. He's the one who looks always depressed, and yeah. he's wearing the Viltrumite uniform, and he's like Spawn. It's oh, like, yeah, who hurt yeah. you, baby? Who hurt you? I want to <laughs> know your story. <laughs> <laughs> I like the um, anything that involves 109 and Mohawk Mark and that whole dimension. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. so cool. I think, I, you know what, I might agree with you. Instinctually, I would say Tara as well. But I feel like we got a lot of who Tara is as, like, not just her being in a, ki- a kid, but just her, the one, the, the like, you know, the five pages oh of, like, her growing up and knowing what she stood for and how she was kind of against um, the Viltrum Empire, like, at one point and did her own thing, like maybe something within there but i would be more interested to tj's point of what marky 
was like up to, you know what I mean, and what kind of made him fight Mark. And I mean, we know yeah, how he became huh? chainsaw. Yeah, like oh yeah, the little fox thing. Oh yeah, that fox is so cute, man. <laughs> but not only that, but like how he even even at in the earlier stages, how he became a hero and mm-hmm. kind of in yeah. those little years in between him Mark leaving and him becoming, you know, uh, uh, turning into a hero. I just think it's it's more and Tara is like Tara is my favorite ever, but Marky has uh, like he said it the one line that he said where I was I was made from hate, like that's a line right? I'm not making that up in my head. Oh yeah. Do you know it? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. See, I agree because I think Tara is my Tara is my favorite Invincible Child by far, the superior Invincible Child. But Marky's kind of more interesting. <laughs> that made well, me I, feel so, bad for Marky. You no, saying like, that, I thought uh, he was a real like he's listening. Like, sh- don't listen. The thing is with Marky though is that I I really liked Marky a lot, but I feel like we got so much of Tara. Not so much of Tara, but we got a lot of Tara, and we got yeah. like a couple issues of Marky. Yeah, not mm-hmm. even. We got two issues of Marky, so yeah, I I wanted more of Marky because I felt like there was more to, to give with Marky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. I'll keep writing about that shithead. He yeah. did say that yeah. he's that he's he's not done writing Invincible. He's I mean he, he doesn't see himself ever. You know, not. he he says I'll yeah. go back to it someday. He just I'm sure I'm sure hopefully soon because you know the time is in the present. You know. I think uh, I think. Kirkman is less likely to, you know, write uh, stories that, you know, like comics while he's writing the animated series and uh, talking about the movie. Like, he's constantly said. thinking and writing Invincible, just stuff that we haven't seen yet or can't see yet. So, you know what I mean? So Marky I is think... what I want, but I do think that if Kirkman were to ever go back, it would not be with the characters, any of the characters that we mentioned. Really? It oh would my... be with, like, side characters. Hmm. I think it would do be... Do you fucking think... That we will get some of this shit in the animated show. Like, if the animated series blows up, like, blows up. Are you up, saying, like, we'll get more Terra, more Marky? Yeah, what if they take ep- or issue 144 and then that's, like, and they just, like, fucking... It's it's, a- it's after The Walking Dead ended. It's That kind of feels like blasphemy, but it does sound interesting, but it kind of feels like blasphemy. If it's, it blows like, up, it's not in the comic. <laughs> if it blows up, I would want... The Astonishing Wolfman. I would want Tech oh Jacket. God. I would want, I would want Guarding the Globe. Astounding. The Astounding Wolfman. Astounding Wolfman. I always <laughs> say Did you say a... I do it too. It's fine. Astonishing. By the way, it's not pronounced Cecil or Cecil. It's pronounced Kekiel, just so you know. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm what is it? Kekiel. Kekiel. Mm. <laughs> you sound like a seagull. Kekiel. <laughs> do what of, what of the spinoffs do you like most? I like Tech Jacket the most. Nice. It's yeah. not a spinoff. I, what do you mean it's not a spin-off? It's its own thing. How dare you? Fine. A spinoff would be like guarding guarding the globe or... Yeah, not, you know. uh, all right. Tie-ins, not spinoffs. I, I, I kind of use them interchangeably. Okay. Yeah. That's it ties fair. into it. I'm still not down Astounding Wolfman. I'm sorry. I'll get back oh, to it. I really like it. I love it a lot. I think it's my second favorite so far. Oh, you haven't really finished fucking it? Busy. Oh, my God. No, yeah. You were, you, were, you were tweeting about your... Re- I was live tweeting re- it. I'll have to finish that. You were like... You were more than halfway, weren't you? I was on, like, issue 18, I think, when I you stopped. Got some, so you're you almost got, done. She got to some shit yeah. with Chloe, because there's only 25 issues. Yeah, after the Chloe thing, um, I got busy, and also it kind of just didn't feel as, like, it, like I was, like, really invested in the Chloe yeah. plot. And I, I, think, got... I think where you are right now was probably where Kirkman and, like, Howard were, like, all right, sales might not be where they need to be. 
let's develop an end, let's announce it's going to end at 25, and then mm-hmm. it all roads lead to 25. You know what I mean? So you're, yeah. like, right there. So you, you got to get it. You gotta that's is that, that's a lot it. of the stuff with the Elder, too, right? Like, if I remember correctly, where it starts yeah. to delve in more there, yeah. yeah. The Elder just fucked off, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. So don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> cool. All right, we went on a tangent there. I'm trying to think if there's anything else we want to bring up. Is there anything you want to bring up? Mm, I want to go back to that question you asked me about um, if there was a one-shot. Mm. I really think, why not do both siblings? Why not just do an Invinci siblings miniseries or something with Murky and Dara bonding? Because I want that. I want Luke and Leia relationship between them. That's all I want. <laughs> that would be cool. Trying to think yeah. what at what I want them that, to be friends. That will be cool. That'd be the best of both worlds. I'm trying to yeah. think at, uh, of a situation in what like what age would they be together? Because obviously in, in in the stuff you've written, it's Mark bringing Tara, but there's got to be a point in which they're around each other for a significant amount of time. And I'm trying to think would that be once Tara is has her job and maybe she's going to planet from planet to planet helping and doing her whole thing and she decides to stop by Earth because that's before Marky goes on his rampage, right? Can I? Yeah, for me, it's like in visits. I'm spoiling shit right now, but the, in visits, they kind of like eventually get close. But then, spoiler: Scott is an old man, and Scott gets a fucking heart attack, and that's kind of why Marky leaves earth <laughs> because it's kind of like he's it's kind of like a realization where oh shit i'm gonna live for thousands of years and, and my grandma father. is an old as fuck my dad is old as fuck you know mm-hmm. it goes into space hmm. yeah. and he's all alone tara is yeah, kind of he... like um extremely lucky and that she's with her dad who will i mean we don't know how fucking long he's gonna live eve is immortal pretty much yeah he's... Mm-hmm. you know so anyone who she cares about minus debbie is you know going to live yeah. forever that would be very interesting because i mean yep. that's what nolan said he's like everyone to mark he's like everyone you know is gonna die like oh well, i don't want to think about debbie dying and that's an interesting contrast that what you brought up because of comparing mark to marky and the fact that mark had his father for a really long time and yeah. he lived you know i mean even though he did end up dying um, Marky having to deal with Earth yeah. dad dying and everything and not having anyone. Meanwhile, Tara and Mark are surrounded by, you know, kind of an era of peace as they rebuild and live forever. Yeah. Marky's surrounded by death and things fading away, you know, that just doesn't mm. play into Yes, his... his sister, but maybe... Oh, you're right. Like, is that no, but her name is Molly, I think. Molly. Yeah, I think it is Molly. And she is a Viltrumite, isn't she? She's as much a Viltrumite as Marky is. I always forget about her. Yeah. Huh. I really wanted to know what her costume would be like, but in my headcanon, I think if she would have been important, he would have shown more of her. So yeah. I don't really think she's into the whole superhero thing. Yeah. I think there would have been like a throwaway, I don't know, I wish. I wish I can write more i mean there's there's so much there you know it's so we can just keep talking and theorizing about all the different stories and headcanons that we can make up along the way it's just really oh i love doing that i do that with ben all the time yeah that's the best i need to record some of the shit we say because it's really (laughs) some of the things we talk about like 
I don't remember if he remembers this, but one time I was talking about that Viltrumite sperm line, and I was like, oh. I, I mean, in my mind, I just see the little sperm with like these giant flowing mustaches behind them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like, hey, no! <laughs> we say we just say some pretty terrible stuff. I should really, I should really record some of that. <laughs> there should be a. a... Uh, a list of all the headcanons and stuff like that. Just things that we accept as truth, just like um, Space Racer. That Darkwing thing you told me. Yeah, yeah. I, I've told TJ some of that. I haven't told Bill any of that yet. I have my own headcanon when it comes to Darkwing mm -hmm. that, that I've been working on. Otherwise, uh, what was it? The Space Racer thing that Kirkman said about yeah. him getting ripped in half by Thrag and that he just grows a bottom half and a top half. So there's two space racers? Because his, his bottom half grows a top half, and his top half grows a bottom half, is what he said. Yeah, I love it. Ridiculous. Um, nice. Yeah, I think that's it. Is there anything else now? Think. No, do you guys have anything? I don't We're know. good. I think, I mean, we could continue to that's go. That's the thing. It's but... always like... Uh, I'm having fun. If you can think of anything to talk about. TJ, that was a really good question with the sketch from Otley. I don't think. I could ramble about how much I love Debbie because I love her a lot. Debbie is great. We got uh, a great scene with her last, no, this coming rereader with her and Eve and their relationship growing. Like even from the beginning, she was my, just that whole um, pass the potatoes thing. She was my favorite from that. Mm -hmm. But then it's like so many of the human characters kind of like get forgotten about or pushed aside, but she's like that constant human character that's there yeah i want mm -hmm. i want yeah. more art art i love him yeah well, pass the potatoes way. you mean the pepperoni right oh my god or Pancakes? the pizza <laughs> that Pancakes. was so frustrating <laughs> <laughs> whoops i had to like pause it and just like <laughs> yeah. we get it wrong sometimes but that's great. all right all right thank you so much for chatting with us yeah thank you yeah. Again, so this is this is Kelsey, aka Vince, from the Let's Talk Invincible Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah. So, it is at Invincible Inc. Or yeah, search... it's spelled with the C K because Inc. with a C was taken and Inc. with a K was taken. So both. Really? <laughs> yeah. Who's? But it's not. It has nothing to do with our Invincible. It's just these, you know. Yeah. Random. <laughs> random people. They don't know. Soon though. Yeah. Soon. Another year or so, and everybody's gonna be talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to go yeah, do the reread now. All it's really right. Fun. All right. We'll see you later. Uh -oh. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 And we're back. Thanks again, Kelsey. Uh, now, I got I to gotta throw it out there. She actually sent a message at like 3 a.m. our time. So I didn't see it till the next morning. But she said it's 1 a.m. And I just realized that it's Donnie Cates that wrote God Country and Chip Darsky that illustrated and, and co-created sex criminals. So I just pictured her sitting there, like, uh, in the middle of the night, just... Driving and then, crazy. Yeah, and then it hits her. Like Kevin McAllister's mom, forgetting... <laughs> Kevin! Exactly. Um, but no, that was a lot of fun chatting. Um, we're going to go on now to our Invincible reread. This one is volume... Jesus, are we 15 now? Volume 15. Yep. Get Smart is the name of that trade. I don't have that trade. Oh, Ryan! I know, I only had up to 13. <laughs> I know, I planned on getting the, the ones I was missing as we went along, but I've got them in hardcover and compendium form and digital and whatnot, so we're 
covered. Um, so this is, though, volume 15, Get Smart, collects issues 79 to 84. There's only, we're 10, there's 25 volumes, right? We're 10 months away from finishing this comic. Ten Whoa! More, 10 more of these. Only a year left? For some reason, it doesn't seem like, that seems quick. It, I mean, I guess so. I don't know. And you know what? In normal time, but in podcast yeah, time, that's what I mean. In podcast yeah. time, only ten episodes. Like you know how like when you're an adult and time goes faster because yeah. like you're like each week is you know at the end and stuff like that. Podcast time is the same thing. It's like holy fuck, it's been a month. Yeah, like we're on episode seventy-seven. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, 70. seventy-seven. Are we? Unless I didn't change that. Maybe we're seventy-eight. I don't know. Look at your phone right now. It'll say. I'll correct it later. Uh, so. Issues 79 to 84. Um, we have officially seen the exit of FCO, except for some covers that he's got coming up. Uh, and we've got three issues that are colored by Nikos Kautsis. And then the rest after that is John Rausch for a while. Um, but it's just cool kind of seeing the difference in colors as we go forward now. So issue 79, again, uh, I was talking a little bit about Twitter on Twitter about this cover. I really like this cover because of all the Easter eggs in it. Mm -hmm. We've got Science Dog, which is, I believe, the toy that Mark had when he was a kid, right? Oh, yeah, probably. Um, or they, no, maybe no, he, he was playing with an bike. action figure. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just an action figure. Um, so we got Science Dog. Cars. Yep, Lightning have... McQueen. I like the Grizzly, uh, the... Um, Grizzly Shark, Sea Bear. And Sea Bear, yeah, which reference. is um, uh, creator-owned by Ryan Otley and uh, um, fucking, fucking, fucking. Ryan Otley? Who yeah. else did it? Sea um, Bear was. Yes. Why can I? Why, we're both. Howard. Yes, Jason Howard. Jason Howard did Sea Bear. Jason Howard what? did Sea Bear. Yeah. yeah. Did he really? They, they, did, did. they did it together, and then, Otley and then Otley carried on Grizzly Shark alone. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, so Sea Bear was Grizzly, its own, or, or Grizzly Grizzly Shark, Shark was, was its own thing? Grizzly Shark was all Ollie, and Sea Bear was all Jason Howard. Yeah, they did like but a, they did one mm -hmm, um, yeah. volume together with both of those characters. I see. Yeah. Um, we've got the misleading cover with Eve and the Abraham Lincoln Abraham bust. Lincoln, yep. So, yeah, lots, lots in this cover. Because for, Immortal is sitting there on the couch. Yeah, lots in this cover with... Um, now... I remember this is also a tease back in the day, which I forgot yeah, to bring up. That their child, their that we, kid. Yeah, that yeah. We, this could have been their kid. I completely forgot we, about that, that. That's what I... He's wearing I, blue and yellow. Yep, so misleading. You're right, it doesn't you, show his face. Yeah, it doesn't show his face. It, it looks kind of like Mark's hair, yep. Yeah, and them looking at him, like this could have been, because at this point you wouldn't have known. I mean, we still didn't know right. what happened to the baby. So, issue 79. I remember thinking, like, crazy shit, like, Eve gave it to them to, like, raise or some shit really? like that, like, when we saw this cover. Mm -hmm. um, it starts with Mark going, uh, visiting with Art. Um, Art, you know, is saddened to hear that his dad hasn't come to visit yet. Uh, and then Mark kind of awkwardly asks, you know, because he doesn't want to offend Art. He wants his suit back. Yep, so we're back to the fingerless gloves and the knee pads. Which is the best version. This is this right here. The fingerless is gloves the best is, is the best version, version of like fingerless gloves, knee pads, and everything. Uh, so the original some, version. Yeah. So mm, although, I, I like some... the I like the fingerless gloves. I prefer that. 
but I don't care much for the knee pads. Yeah, I get that they like. I like seeing like him climbing through the window on this next page. Like I like seeing that. I don't know. It's just kind of. Mm-hmm. It's it's different looking. You know what I mean? It it is weird. It doesn't make sense, but, you know, I kind of like it. And when I think about favorite costumes, for some reason I always love black and blue though, just because some of all of my like some of the favorite moments from this series was black and blue, costume. Um. So yeah, we got. Mark showing up at Eve's house, her asking if uh, the skirt makes her butt look bigger. Mark excitingly saying yes. Looks and then amazing. He's, he's not excited for her to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this page too. These two pages of it's kind of just showing off his his you know that he's back in the old suit, and he's like happy to be back and back in the swing of things. He's kind of enjoying himself. Fighting all the, these B villains. All right, so TJ, who are the B villains from left to right? You Go. just want to know if he knows that Go. one. Go. Uh, I don't remember. I don't know the first one. Oh, Who was it, Bill? I would get you both. Is that I Furnace? Is it Vault or Furnace? That, that is... That's Furnace. Furnace. Yeah. Uh, and then it it's is obviously furnace? Kursk. Yeah. Or Kursk, Kursk, I know. Doc Seismic. Doc Seismic, Insomniac. Yeah. Yes. TJ, did yep. you know that, that one? one? I wouldn't have known. The fucking giant. Uh-huh. And then the elephant. Yep. yep. The only ones I... Is Insomniac and then the first one. Insomniac Thanks. is from... He was very... He, he was the fucking, um... Uh, best tiger issue. It was. It was because he was right. talking to him. Because he, yeah, remember? God, yep. so good. And that's when he uh, does he like lobotomize him? Yeah, with his gun. Yeah, like yeah. He shoots. Oh, yeah. fucking best tiger. So good. He's the best. He's the best tiger. Uh, so yeah, Mark shows up um, in a humorous uh, scene with Eve and Debbie just chatting. Um, at one point, Eve or Debbie. Um, Drops that Mark is what, twenty? No, wait. How old does she say he is? She says you turned twenty while you were away. Yeah. Mm. So we got an age for Mark. Well, Mark, Mark. This scene is pretty much. Mark doesn't like that they're like friends. Friends now. That Eve and Debbie are friends. Mm -hmm. Which is and talk while he's not there. Yeah. Yeah. They built a relationship while he was gone. Yep. Um, Nolan walking through the Pentagon. Getting glances with Cecil, you know, commenting that he really can't be there. Um, Dinosaurus breaks out of Stronghold Penitentiary. Penitentiary? Penitentiary? How is it? Penitentiary. 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 No, this is like Thaddeus all over again. I know it's penitentiary, (laughs) but I'm just reading it, and it's... Penitentiary. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> Have we been saying penitentiary wrong all this time? I don't know, maybe. Uh, so Mark and Eve are going to visit... Um, Duplicate. Duplicate and the Immortal at their house. They're kind of just... They're just going for dinner, right? Yeah. And so they they open up the door and they've had twins, a boy and a girl. And... Um, we skipped some stuff. Did there. we? Yeah. I talked about Nolan. No, not really. Yeah, Nolan, yeah. yeah, we talked about that. Remember mm-hmm. penitentiary? Yeah. Because dinosaurs broke out of the penitentiary. Yeah, there's not much with Nolan and Cecil. He just, he just walks through gl- everyone's getting glances. Well, he's, I mean, that play, that ends up being a, a bigger part later on. Yeah, where he he's, can't he's, stay he, there. Yeah, where he says you can't stay. Mm-hmm. Because people are scared of him. Yeah, I mean everything that he did. I mean, this Mark is like the first time of, that he's back. Mark, I think, even mentioned to Art that like he can't be seen, which is why he's not really visiting him apparently. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the uh, they 
they have this fun little dinner scene with um, Immortal and Kate. <laughs> and it's just the four panels where it's just snippets of different conversations. And I love how the table and like the kids like are getting progressively more and more covered in food. Um, I just yeah. love when Duplicate was like, Eve is your dad still a total weirdo. Remember when he thought we were lesbians? Oh, yeah, yeah. Stick with girls. I also like Kate saying that uh, childbirth is is only slightly more painful than being ripped in half. Mm-hmm. And then just like the superhero version of that conversation, because then Immortal is just like, ah, doesn't sound that bad to me. Just like a guy saying pregnancy doesn't sound that bad. Yeah. Like her saying it's literally I like mean, getting ripped in half. But Immortal's been but Immortal ripped in has half. Been ripped in yeah. <laughs> exactly. So it's the same. It's like the same dynamic, but in a superhero version. Um, I liked um, the Immortal also talking about John Wilkes Booth and how he felt bad for him. Uh, yeah. Great stuff. Uh, great moment with Eve being handed the baby, which, by the way, Abraham and Mary are the names of Duplicate and Immortal's kids. As soon as I saw that, I typed in Abraham Lincoln, Mary. Was that, 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 was, was that like his wife or something? Like yeah. That? Really? Mary, Have you, Mary Lincoln. You read um, Abe Lincoln, oh, Vampire Hunter, right? You're right, I did, but I didn't remember that. Fucking amazing book. That's yeah. kind of weird, though. Terrible. That's, like, that's like the Mary Yeah, couple. you named your <laughs> kids. Oh, that's kind of weird. I mean, wouldn't Abraham be somewhat of a junior then? I guess I could call him junior. Is that what you're getting at? But that's like me calling, me naming Riker Adam and Remy Eve. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. 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 Yeah, But I think, I mean, it's just a nod. Um, So yeah, they're taking a bath and Kate hands one to Eve and Eve gets very emotional about it and tears up and has to leave the room. God, from here on. This is just so real. It's so real. Uh, so it's at night, the shading, the, Dude, the, the shadows. Dude, the way this colorist it does just, these, the, the, the tonal shift matches the art so well. Yes. You know? Yep. So, yeah. I love, and in this moment, with like, when they first go outside, and Eve wipes away tears, and Mark's, you know, asking if she's okay, and she's like, no, I'm fine. I just needed some air, and she's smiling, and then immediately yeah. starts crying again. Like, yep. it's, yeah, it's very real. Um, and she so says she, I had an abortion. Yep. And that's how. Oh no, they talked for a bit. Um, yeah, that's, it doesn't it seem like it's yeah, the it last does. page? Yeah, I thought I thought I remember it ending there. <laughs> Same. No. I'm glad it um, didn't though, because mm-hmm. I feel like that would have just like. But his left, eyes get left big. You wondering like, how does Mark react? Like we know we find out how Mark reacts right away. He 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 says you were pregnant. Like he didn't even know. Um, she said she couldn't she couldn't do it. Um, she, she was, was all alone. Yep. She had to make a decision. Um, and she kind of, she's regretting it. How could I, um, you probably hate me. You know what she's saying? Um, how, how could I have done this to you? Yeah. He said, I'm sorry. She says, I'm sorry. I did this to you. And then they hug and cry. No, Mark said that. Mark said that because, because the whole time she's saying, she's saying, she's saying all this stuff and his face is just blank. And I mean, even his, his, you were pregnant, like his reaction, you expect him to say something to be mean or mad. And he says, I'm sorry I did this to you. And then in the other panel, I love and you. Of course, there's that comedic moment with Duplicate seeing them. Like, she's probably assuming they're having a fight or something outside. And she's just, I give them another week tops. You can't she, keep she, a man she, happy. Yeah. Here's why this is amazing. Here's why. Because you think 
Mark and Eve, or let's just say superhero couples, you know, they're fun, right? And then if heroes just leave Earth and go fight these battles, Mark was in a fucking and coma, and they come normal. back and everything's just fucking normal, like there's no consequences. No, Mark is in a relationship with somebody, has sex, gets her pregnant, and like that moment when I think Mark said, I'm sorry I did this to you, it's when he realizes that he can't, he has. He's not a hero. He's not a hero. He yeah. has more responsibility than just what it is to be a, yeah. you know, carefree fucking superhero. Like it, it's, it's so fucking real. It's so real world, mm-hmm. and that's what makes Kirkman so great. Is like, like Invincible started off as like kind of a satire to comic books and heroes, but in a way, it actually made it more real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you're making fun of the things that they just do when you and it's a trope, and you bring it back to reality, this is something that would happen. In reality, mm-hmm. I love it. I, this great. is what this is when the comic gets so real, like this stuff coming up with Anissa, like right, TJ? Yeah. Oh, here we go. But here we go. He doesn't he, like this is. You said like this is him realizing that he's got like responsibility and he's and he's growing up. Eh, he does it quite a few more times before the series is at the series ends. Yes, I mean, but, and he, that's, you know what I mean? Like, I, thing, I don't like, know if he's learning like his lesson about this, but he's never after this moment, he's never just been like, okay, Eve got to go uh, war. And it you is, know, it another, and the, another, the yeah. Like just think mm. of what happens with Angstrom later on. Like yeah. they have a huge, she slaps him. And then when he comes back, she's, she moved on. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's a, it's a very different, but also like, Hey, dumbass! Like you should have learned the first time. This is what happens. Yeah. You know, all right. Issue 80. 80. 80. TJ's best, favorite cover. One of the best covers, Bill? Well, I would say possibly <laughs> the best cover. You're, there's no, you don't believe that. He's it, got his diaper and shoulder pads yeah, back, baby. Come on. <laughs> I would even probably put this in the top 10 for covers. What? This I, is I, such I would, a badass cover. Are I, you kidding me? I challenge you to do a top 10. I, I, I should ch- We should tens. all do the, 10, top this, 10 covers. This will not be in your cover. Yeah, in your top 10 covers. It won't. It won't. But it is a really good cover. It really is. You know what would make doing one of those, like, a top 10 cover thing very easy? Hmm. If we had a fucking... Access to, like, some sort of collection. uh, It'd be cool with hardcover. Yeah, hardcover. I mean... Like a book. Like a book kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Where... I mean... It doesn't even need to be English. Yeah, just because it's pictures. Even if it's, if even if the cover says like you know invinciably or whatever it would be, <laughs> like that's cool. All right. For... So this issue is actually another sixteen panel comic, just like issue fifty eight, I believe it was the one with Mark and Eve flying with the pink background, mm-hmm. um, where it is each page is sixteen panels, um, but you can connect the panels in any combination if you want, as long as it maintains that sixteen panel thing, until towards the end. It actually breaks it up a little bit, and there's a few that aren't actually 16-panel pages, which is weird because it was the whole issue until there's like two or three that don't. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that you fit a lot of a it's lot of dense. stuff. It's, it's very, very dense. dense. What do you mean 16 panels? So see how like one, two, three, page. four, five, six, seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirty, forty, fifteen, sixteen. See what I mean? Like how even though that's one panel right there, oh, it can be broken it's up not, into equal it's parts. It's not it's actual pretty... like 16 pictures. It's just no. It has to be. Those yeah. 16 panels, but they can be added up. Like, this could have been one whole panel right Even here. Even though that's one picture, it's just three. It still counts as those three spaces. It's just symmetrical. Yep. It all fits in that, see? Mm. Makes it very dense. Um, I feel like it's a lot more work for Ali, too. It definitely is. Yeah. I want to say Walking Dead did, was it like All Out War? Or one of their, like, big events was 
all that. It was it was packed. So this issue starts out with um, Mark and Eve coming home, and Nolan <laughs> and Debbie. Uh, they're 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 they basically. I, they, I, I love how Mark says, "Wait a minute, are you guys back together?" And then you get this one panel with Nolan like goofily smiling and like yes, and Debbie's like, "We're still working that out." Yeah, but she's leaving with him. Yes. So he like like we were talking before, Nolan. We know that he can't stay on Earth. Uh, all the destruction that he did, and uh, the everyone on Earth heard his conversation with Mark, um, and knew that he was evil, so he can't stay on Earth. So, him and Debbie are going to be um, leaving. Debbie and wants to she's see all of her too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Mark's like, "When are you guys planning on leaving?" And then the ship takes off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> TJ. Um. So. Eve and Mark talk about how they're going to, you know, move into their parents' bedroom, change the house out. She's moving in. Um, and I, I love how the, the, just the, the humor. The, this trade has a lot of great moments with Eve. Just her saying, like, you know, Mark saying that he, he, he doesn't want to sleep in their bedroom. Mark's like, no, my parents had sex in there. And she's like, from what your mom told me, that you should probably stay out of the whole house, basically. But they're still dealing with the end of the last issue about the abortion too, because like he's coming home, he's um, he's laying with her, and he, he says, I, I, "Can we talk about last night?" And she says, "No, just lay with me." Yep. Uh, finally, we get the big scene with with William. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're at the college, and Mark is talking to William, just kind of about everything, and in walks. Rick. Rick. Rick Sheridan. <laughs> it's always on the tip of your tongue. And it's it's like it's no big deal because they're just they're roommates. They've always been roommates. Um but then Rick comes over now and we as readers kisses already, him on the cheek. We as readers already know he's gay because of the conversation with Eve. Eve, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but Mark this is where it. Mark finds out. And I love the panel of Mark where it's zoomed out really far. And he just, just he looks small and he's kinda like taking it all in. And then he's he does that thing where he's he's thinking about all the times and he's like you're not attracted to me, right? Like, you're not attracted to every man. And then William's like, no, no, I've always been extremely attracted to you. And then him and Rick kind of... Can you, can you, can we just read that whole thing? Because uh, Mark's like, you can like hear his nervous, That's like... That's what I mean. He's like, he's like it's, it's stupid. It's I'm stupid. Doing I'm thing. doing that thing where I think all the way to locker rooms when we were changing together. and It's stupid, right? It's stupid. I mean, it's not like it's attracted to, or I'm attracted to every woman that I see and you're not attracted to every man. It's stupid of me to think that you're attracted yeah. to me. And let that weird he's me like, out, right? He's like blubbering. He's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's handled pretty well. I like it. Yeah. And then and, um, Mark actually kind of like awkwardly walks out. And then William is, is sad at the end because he's like, no, it, it's pretty much went how I imagined. It's just, I don't think he'll ever take me flying again. Fucking William. Yeah, that's one of the last times we see him. We only see him like one more time. We see him like one more time when he's explaining how great yeah, Earth how is. how great everything is, yeah. yeah. Um, I love this colorist on these yeah, pages. Like Look at one, how yeah. good that looks. Yeah. That nighttime with Mark flying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's go he 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 catches this guy. Who's this guy, Bill? This is anti grav man. This is no. the gravitator. Oh, I was close. Gravitators. <laughs> <laughs> these gravitators. Gravitators. They're delicious. What is it? Doesn't he call it something else too? Like Mark makes fun of it. My days of gravitator, Gravita- gravitator. It sounds like a floating potato. A bit close to gravitator too. 
It's great. So anyways, this guy uh, was caught. He's running along the side of a building. He was caught robbing a bank. He immediately gives up because he was hoping it was going to be someone like Rex Bloat or something. Uh, when he realizes that it's Invincible who's super powered and, I mean, as much as he is. Yeah, he, he has, just, doesn't he's stand like, yeah, a chance. I'm not going to bother. But I like that he calls out Rex Bloat. He's like, I could handle that. And Mark's just like, Rex Bloat is dead. He's like, oh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. idea. Um, so anyways, he, he, he explains to Mark, he said that he wanted to some, some cash to buy a ring for his girlfriend. He wanted to uh, propose to her and he... He just couldn't do it. Uh, and he kind of he breaks it. down. Yeah. He's and crying. He gives, uh, Hannah's never going to want to marry me now. He's he's freaking out. And Invincible, like, takes the money from him. Yeah. And kind of lets him go. Yeah. Mark says, you know, I'll take it and just stop, you know, stop doing this. And that's it. That last panel, too, is so cool looking. I love that one. The last one of Mark flying away. Again, so real, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you you make fun of comics and like it's a stereotype or it's a trope that you're trying to break. And this is a scenario where an overpowered hero would not have to fight somebody and you could just talk them out of it and have a real conversation. Like you're not going to win. Might as well just, he returns the money to the bank. Um, then he goes to night flight comics. Um, and, uh, which is his comic shop. He goes to pick up a bunch of comics. There's some great, um, you know, jabs at the comic book industry right here. This was uh, a jab at the New 52 by DC. Yep. When they went to their, they put everything at issue one. What the heck? And is everything like, start with a new one issue that blows. Why did they do that? It doesn't say, it doesn't uh, gain any more money in the long run. And then the uh, the shop owner is like, yeah, it's just anything for a quick uh, money grab. These people have no okay. integrity. Yep. Um, wait, wait, wait. Go on. I just want to take a second. All the little Easter eggs. All the let's see which comics. There's a Spider-Man. There's dead but that's stuff. Much it. There's, there's a Venom. dead stuff. Venom. There's something alone. Mm. Uh, there's Spider something. I and like then... how there's an omnibus called Omnibus. Oh, that's funny. Isn't that funny? That is so <laughs> funny. What do you think that shirt is over there? It says Gronchless. Gronchless? I don't know. What is a Gronch? No, um, the shopkeeper's shirt is, says Launchpad McQuack, which is the main character from Tailspin, right? Is it? Pretty sure. Hmm. Um, yeah. There's a Superman in there. There's a Thor. Um, Eve wakes up to the doorbell, um, goes out to answer it, and it is Art. Art wanted to say goodbye to Nolan before he left. Eve's like, yeah. And uh, he's like, he left again, didn't he? And where's Debbie? I can't believe she didn't tell me. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so sad. He's that's so really, that's kind of screwed up. Isn't that messed up? And we never get anything else. That's really screwed up. Like, we see him again, but he never, we, as far as we know, he never got to see Nolan or Debbie. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously he sees Debbie again. We see that. But but him and Debbie was, were close. He was good friends with Nolan. Yeah. You mean, De- you mean Nolan. Like, he Debbie. sees Debbie no, again. I mean Debbie. Yeah. We I see know, him. but, like, why would Debbie oh, not? Know, not say anything. Yeah. I didn't know it was quick, but. Yeah. Sad. Um, Mark and Eve are um, moving into the parents' bedroom. She cleans the sheets down to an atomic level. Mark, (laughs) that only makes me feel a little better. (laughs) Uh, Her phone rings. It's the Invincible Ink service. There's a big red guy um, tearing up uh, Las Vegas. Mark says he can narrow that down to less than four people. Or I can't narrow that down to less than four people because, let's see, we got the Giant. giant... Dinosaurus. Dinosaurus. Furnace. Is he red? I don't know if he's red. I guess he could. 
be no, red. There's, there's more. Vault mm. is red. I don't know if I call him giant, but he's big. Um, is there someone else? We're going to think about it. I bet there is. All right, so he flies out the window, but it is Dinosaurus. He's uh, attacking uh, Vegas and... He, Throwing cars and shit. Yeah, he calls out Mark saying, if you were a true hero, you'd be helping me. Help me uh, evacuate it. Uh, this city uh, was not meant to be here. And um, <clears throat> let's see. He says, I've, I, he's like, talks about a bomb, how it's going to explode and um, mm-hmm. well, invincible race. Go ahead. It's just, he, he talks about how it's a drain on natural resources um uh, that this this city can't sustain itself much longer if it were destroyed the area would be ideal for a solar power station that would power this country with clean energy and take away from having to use fossil fuels um trust me i'm right you know and then he brings up the bomb and, and then invincible like flies away and flies back immediately and he goes i found it he's like yeah. that that really uh and then uh, dinosaur says you think I'm I'm that stupid that I, love I would put like, one bomb. I, he's like I, I I accounted for that. Yeah, he's They're like I, I actually city. that was actually the one I thought you'd find. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's that one's redundant or whatever. Um, so my plan was to evaluate myself as well. Evacuate, evacuate, evacuate myself as well. There's still so much good I could do. A pity, and then this was an crazy. Yes, this was fucking a double, crazy. Double page spread of Las Vegas just exploded. being annihilated it it and it exploded so much and there was so much that it turned the ground to glass this was such a great time to be reading week to week or month to month and just this was a period in in our reading of invincible where we were so excited to be like did you read the new one yet mm-hmm. dude did you read it like yeah i love it and i love the colors of mark in that that smoke and what remains and uh he's naked on a sea of glass at the end of the issue. 81, cool cover. This one's probably this, my top 10. This <laughs> is a cool cover. <laughs> no, seriously. And then 82? Do you see what... Look at look at 82. Not 82. 82 is good. It's 84. <laughs> Two no, away. I missed it. No, it's 83. Look at 83. I just tweeted about this earlier tonight because I was going through and looking through this issues again. Yeah, Teller Tyrant. Look at the and, angle on this. Yeah. Like, that first person and, like, his fingers being all long. Like, the way... The tether tyrant mm-hmm. tethering, like his face, it's so good. The size of his hand, the city in the background, the colors. This is FCO as well. So good. So are so are all these covers right now. But yeah, this this rec, this powerplex covers, great. Um. So yeah, it's a news article or a news report talking about how the city was completely obliterated. It's now a sea of glass. Uh, it was the villain known as Dinosaurus. Mark wants to turn the TV off. We've got Britt, William, Cecil all watching it. The reporter then gets the, um, uh, uh, the what? She learns new information that uh, Invincible. Yeah, she is an updated that Invincible was, in fact, there. You turn the page, and it's PowerPlex. Like, full page. What? Uh, so this is interesting. Yeah. Did we know that? He joined. Powerplex joined the... What team is this? Come uh, on. Come on, this on is, I know this. Hold on. The Actioneers. Oh, yes. yes. Fuck out of here. Yep. I know Wolfman. Shut up. You know, know fucking shit. Wolfman. You know shit about Wolfman. What kind of Wolfman is he? 
want to hear a uh, here's a astounding. <laughs> here's a here's a blank spot. Is it astounding or is it astonishing? astonishing? Here's, how do I? How do we always forget this? It's you astounding. It's, it's, it's you astounding. don't know. It's the astounding. You didn't know moment. either. You, he asked it too. No, because the doubt that you had, <laughs> like I then felt it. It ricocheted. So here's ricocheted. Re-ricocheted. It ricocheted. Here's one area where I'm not the best at. Their names. I know Mecha Maid. Yep. That's the easy one. And then we know... And there it is. Uh, I'm <laughs> Moving so forward. mad at him. I know, like, the one he killed. Because I remember that he like the name. like Captain something? Yes. Like... And his name's Blue something. Blue Man? Blue Man with this black is, stripe? Yeah. Uh, so... He's all upset. Um, kinetic, because he says it right now. Kinetic uh, says, Powerplex, calm down. You know, I know you're invincible. Your history is invincible, but you need to control yourself. Um, and, you know, uh, Kinetic actually references the time in which they were turned into vampires in Astounding Wolfman. Oh. Cool. Um, Cecil actually, I think, what is it? That's why, yeah, that's why... Powerplex is working with them. Cecil thought that they'd make good teammates. This is a perfect example of what we will not get in the Invincible movie. Powerplex Correct. will not be a character. I'd be shocked. Oh, man. Uh, I, I was going to say, I'd be shocked. He if will not be a series. character. It was a very good one-off, but Powerplex doesn't... I, think I can see Powerplex being, like, somebody that... The, he w- He's not going to be a main villain. Of course he not. He will definitely not be in the anime. I can see, I can see Powerplex... I can see Powerplex... That's what I'm saying. He will be in the, in the, in the animated show. He's not going to be in the live... I said live action, didn't I? I'd be shocked if he was in animated. Really? I can see Powerplex being in a live action... The live action movie the same way that Rhino was in Spider-Man. Quick. Okay, just super like, quick. Yeah, yeah but you can, he, say, they that, have you can to build... say that about anybody. Right, but I think that he's one of the he's probably the biggest B character. I feel I one of the bigger completely ones. Completely disagree. Who would other B characters be? Powerplex in Tell my me. in my opinion is not even close to even like Tether Tyrant or what? Yeah, you're fucking crazy. Tether Tyrant is way more like like integrated in this comic. In, you think than... you're insane? You're insane. What? Powerplex is in Powerplex two fucking is issues. Story? He's I think, in more I than think, two. What about it? He's in more than two. I think Powerplex's story is way more impactful than anything Tether Tyrant is involved in, but Tether Tyrant is in more. Right. Right. Tether Tyrant That's is a I better Tether Tyrant is a better B villain. I almost because disagree he's with goofy. that. Do you? In Invincible, anyways. He Tether uh, Powerplex Tether Tyrant is in it, but when he's in it, it's like a few pages here, a few pages there out of this issue oh, because they're going back and forth between Powerplex other bigger things that are two, going on. Yeah. But Powerplex has three two, issues. Two full issues. But that's Isn't why three? I think... That's just two. I thought it was three. He, during 60, he attacks Wolfman and then 61 or whatever, he's still fighting, but that's mm. it. That's but still, so it's like two and a half. I think that Powerplex is in it more than Tyler mm. Tyrant. Interesting. I will, I will put money on the fact that Powerplex will not even be in the live action at all and that Tether Tyrant will be. You owe me so much money from previous Well, add it. Suck put it, it on my tab. Put it on my tab. Next time we talk to a listener that says that they're going from the very beginning and listen to all of our episodes, we should ask them to start a tally of bets and to just keep track of all of them. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some doozies. Uh, you owe me like three pizzas. <laughs> uh, Powerplex is all fired up, but then he says he's, he, he's, he's, he's sorry. He's, he's fired fine. up or charged up? Charged up. up. Uh, he says he, needs, he knows what he needs to do. Uh, cut to 
Mark and uh, Eve. Eve. Mark had just left the Pentagon. He had to explain what happened in Vegas, and he's beating himself up about it and having a hard time. Um, and he says to himself, or he says out loud to Eve, that there's got to be a better way, which is kind of the point of this yeah. volume. Um, then we get to see the the rest of that conversation between Cecil, Britt, and Donald. And um, yeah, they're just, what is this? Cecil talking about how um, that, that dinosaur is still alive. They need to find him. And yeah. Whether or not to trust Mark. Uh, we do see what happened to Dinosaurus on the next page, though. Yep. We Rick also and, get Rick a Shane Walking them. Dead nod. Because mm-hmm. they're in King County, Georgia. And uh, they find... So, Dinosaurus got blasted from Las Vegas to Georgia. To Georgia yeah. In that explosion. Yeah. Because he landed in this barn thing. Mm-hmm. And then went back into human form and left his metal underwear behind. Is that the last we see of the metal underwear, Thank right? Thank god thank god oh, but dinosaurus is the coolest he Don't is like the, the coolest the, the, he, I mean, he was, that, that's his costume no. he was being held but back. that's his costume no he was being held back by it mm. okay mm. Uh, mark and eve stumble upon a bank being robbed by so a funny. guy using the gray the gravity gravy tater gun and boots um and he fucking like kind of blasts invincible into a wall there yeah Okay, didn't expect that. Impressive weapon you got there. But I know you didn't invent it. Uh, Eve quickly blocks him up with her... And cases him in... Pink cubes. Yep. Um, he keeps shooting the building, but Mark, you know, yells at him, saying he's going to bring the whole building down. Eve takes the gun from him, and Mark says that... Forces him to tell him where he got it. And so we get Chris, who is the guy that was originally using this uh, this weapon... And he answers the door. His wife's there. Mark says, dude, what what the hell? You know, you, you, you sold this to a bank robber. And he's like, I, was, I thought you would sell it to the military or something. And Chris was like, how would I have done that? I just, I just sold it online. You know what I mean? Like, and then he starts getting real upset because he's about to, get, he's about to go to prison. He thinks that Invincible's going to arrest him. Um, his wife or fiance comes out. And um, Mark instead takes him to uh, the Pentagon. And um, we also get, of course, a nod that he's armpitting him <clears throat> on the way there. Yeah. Uh, at the Pentagon, he meets D.A. Sinclair. They basically say that you're going to work for us now. You're going to be paid extremely well. Um, you have everything at your disposal. Um, uh, Cecil, you know, kind of takes a jab at Mark saying, I see you're coming around to my way of thinking. And Mark leaves the Pentagon. And then gets attacked by Powerplex. Mm-hmm. Um, he, Mark is flying in the air. He gets attacked. Uh, he says, um, I knew if I waited long enough, I'd see you here. They might be able to forgive you for what you did, but I never will. Mm-hmm. I love how he's like, I, I was better. You know what I mean? They, they released me. I was coping. Um, I, I was even doing some good. I joined the actioneers. And then I saw Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is this is the moment. This is Mark saying, you know, are you crazy? I'm 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 not doing like I'm I'm you're wrong. I'm the one that's saving the world. You know, what I do is stopping things from getting worse. Um at one point I think he says that, you know, hundreds 
might have died. But if I didn't do that, then thousands would have. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, I failed. You, can, you, you, you can't blame me for that. But, you know, I, I was doing what I could do to help. I was in space, like, saving the planet. Um, and you can't blame me, but you can't blame me for what happened to your family. And Mark says, I didn't bring them to that place. I didn't tie them up. I didn't shoot electrical current into their body. I'm sorry, but you did that. And Powerplex breaks down, realizes that. What are you showing me, TJ? Oh, just this panel here was the inspiration to my. Oh yeah. Um, Dylan Burnett might be my favorite. One of my favorite commi- Invincible commissions, which was Powerplex crying um, by that, Dylan Burnett. You got that color, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. Is Powerplex crying because he's like, he's like, he's like a little, like he's like a little baby, little baby pants. Little, little baby pants too tight. Power Flex would time? fucking destroy Tether Tyrant. No, he would not. Dest- <laughs> no, destroy he would not. Him. Destroy him. All right, we need to play fucking... Super fight? That's it. Um, Mark kind of comforts him a little bit. He breaks down crying. The actioneers show up. He says, sorry, I let you guys down. Um, I really like this moment, too, with, um, you know, Cecil asking Mark, you know, how are you holding up? Yeah, that, that's awesome color. Why and why is Powerplex being locked up I and think going to jail? Like he all he, he did just was caused attack, destruction. Like all, he just all tore he did up. Was, he was he was being destructive. But I feel I kind of agree because at this point of the story of the overall arcing invincible story, anytime somebody apologizes, they're like, "Okay, you could be useful to us." That's yeah. how it always is. Yeah. So it is a little weird that he's going he's, to jail. I think they need to they need to do that. Somebody like he's gonna go, and then they're gonna talk to him, and then maybe start the rehabilitation again. Could be. Yeah, that's the way I take it. I think that by the end of this, he's back with the actioneers. In fact, isn't he? I think he is. I don't think we ever see him again. I think we see him in a couple pages. Um, but I like this moment with Mark talking to Cecil at the end here, and Cecil saying, you know, how how are you holding up. And he's referring to Vegas, and Mark says, you know, uh, I'm, I'm responsible for a lot of this. Not in the way that guy means, but still. And then he has, like, this moment where he pauses, looks ahead, and then looks back at Cecil, and he's like, I'm dealing with it. You know what I mean? Like, just mm-hmm. that really real moment of him. Like, you could tell that he's got a lot on his mind, and things are things are going on. Um, Cecil says, can I count on you for something big if something happens? And Mark says, I have no interest in being... Uh, the 200th superhero on your payroll, but I'm doing my own thing. You did just fine with the Guardians while I was gone and bounces. And then this issue ends with Mark coming home to Eve and saying that um, what he's doing, just punching bad guys and everything like that, that's just... It's, it's not it's, getting better. It's not what he wants to do. Things aren't changing. Things aren't getting better. They're getting worse. Mm-hmm. He says, we have the power to change the world, but instead of things getting better, they're getting worse. Yep. Yeah. Issue 82. Now, previously, before reading this issue, Oblivion Zone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, before reading this issue, um, we will ha- would have normally seen Rex come back with Monster Girl through a portal in Guarding the Globe. I want to say it was issue six. Um, they kind of had that reveal in that issue, but it's still cool seeing it in this one because it just opens up and it's him. So if you had it red guarding the globe it's still a cool shocking moment to open up and see rex standing there even though at this point everybody's still calling him robot and in this opening page he actually says that he prefers rex now 
Going back to the cover, though, I like oh, that you yeah. can see uh, Invincible in the reflection of Universe's uh, little helmet. Yep. And this oh, is the cool. beginning of John Rauch on colors. Mm. <clears throat> Which is the pastel. Oh, Kelsey yeah. said that he colors the lines. The lines, yeah. That's, and that's, oh, what we yeah, wanted, yeah. that's what we wanted to check to see, like, if that were, in fact, a thing. Cool. Uh, yeah, this is her favorite colorist. So, um... Uh, Cecil asks why you returned. He said that he uh, did what he uh, wanted. He made uh, a civilization devoted to peace, and it ruined his life. His, his reasons for returning were personal. And, um, and then Cecil offers him a job, and he says that he has something much bigger planned for him than being a member of the Guardians. And he says that um, after everything that's happened in Paris and Vegas, Paris being Guardians of the Globe mm -hmm. comic, with uh, Set fucking awesome yep uh that he needs someone um that uh can help out uh, with all the resources they have and rex is like what do you mean what resources and then we get a cool spread here with all the teams that they have he goes through capes the actioneers including powerplex but again i mean maybe that's not current you know nope. assuming he's on the team sorry want to go back again mm -hmm. to this conversation with Cecil and uh, Robot slash Rex. It starts off with, with him saying, with Cecil saying, I know this must be weird for you, but it's been less than a year. Uh, but for you, it's it's probably, you. it probably seems longer. You've been gone for dot, dot, dot. And then Rex says, it's hard to gauge as there really is no planetary rotation that was that was similar to that of Earth. Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess somewhere in the range of 12 years. That's right. This is when they start saying 12 years. So us as readers, everybody, 12 years. They say it a mm -hmm. few times. Um, so he's going through all the different teams that is now like uh, helping protect Earth. He brings up capes, the actioneers, the wolfman and the wolf corps, tech jacket, uh, though he doesn't directly answer me. There's also invincible. And then, of course, the newly expanded roster of the Guardians of the Globe. Um, and Rex says, what does this have to do with me? And he's like, well, I want you to, uh, to be in charge of all of them, uh, because of his ability to kind of split his consciousness and be able to be in multiple places at once, have robots in different places at different times. He thinks that he's going to be extremely valuable and, um, Rex accepts and he says, he's, I'm, I'm willing to devote my entire life to this. There is nothing else for me. Not after this is a distraction I would welcome. He's being super weird and de weird. depressed. Yeah. De de has like, he's very depressed. He's sad about something. We don't know what. Mm -hmm. um, Yet. Stronghold Prison. What is Penitentiary? When did we see that? This is Stronghold Prison. When Dinosaurus was... Dinosaurus it, it, was, that was in the Pentagon. In the Pentagon. Huh. So there's a penitentiary in the... Pentagon? Pentagon? Prison... Penitentiary Pentagon. Pentagon. Damn it. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mark is um, uh, Mark goes to see Universa. Universa. Yeah. Um, he begins to talk to her. She starts yelling at him. Um, he insists that uh, she let him speak. He goes out to ask if she can, you know, you can loosen some of the shackles so he can talk to her so she can be a little more comfortable. Uh, and that she's, you know, harmless without her staff anyways. Uh, the guards don't allow it. 
because she even without her staff she like took down a bunch of their a bunch of their uh workers Mm -hmm. um there's a one page with duplicate and eve out at dinner and duplicate gives her some shit for eating a salad saying that you're you know oh you're losing weight for mark now that he's back and he's like no i'm eating a salad because i like salad she's very kind of kind of like subtly fat shaming her yeah a bit and eve mentions that she is kind of losing weight now that she's back in action from time to time and that um mark actually likes her the way she is mm-hmm. uh dinosaurus david anders mr anders son uh is turning himself into the um pentagon and he says um not yet never mind i was gonna say he says he, he realized how to um how he changes but not at this point but we've got mark talking with universa saying he wants to do something different he's trying a different approach he wants to um, work with her he knows that she's desperate that she wants to help her planet and that you would do anything to to help them he's saying i want i have an idea and if you don't promise not to kill anyone on this planet will you promise to cooperate with me and she does and they just compromise and yeah. she they have some rolling blackouts here and there but they're doing it across across the planet as she takes energy from mm-hmm. from different areas of, of earth mm-hmm. she gets enough energy and she leaves yep and Cecil was impressed with his uh, with his you know fix to the situation uh, Universa thanks him it says hope hopefully one day I can repay your kindness mm-hmm and so we don't see her again and kirkman from then on insisted that we will never see her but we do we do which side is she fighting for we don't know but i mean i can imagine she's fighting for what she says here she has to be fighting for the uh for the viltrumites right yeah at the end against the coalition and this is again for those who don't know what we're talking about we see her at the end and she's she, she doesn't talk or anything. It's the, just on a splash yeah. page, and she's there fighting. That's all it is. I hope she's fighting the coalition and not against a Viltrumite, because that would make the most sense. <clears throat> this is so funny. Go for it. So, it's David Anders talking about like how trying to explain what turns him into Dinosaurus, and he he's talking to Cecil, and he's like, it's it's like I don't know the word when you feel like you just don't care about stuff, and Cecil says indifference. And then David says, no, that's not it. It's like when you're like, oh, well, and you don't really have an opinion on something. And then Cecil, it's the same thing. He's like, it's called indifference. So you're saying overall feeling of a difference turns you into dinosaurus. It was just funny how, like, he was defining indifference and, you know. But what turns him into dinosaurus? Because I'm still not perfectly clear on that. The moment of him being... Indifferent on something. Kind of yes. like when you give up. In this moment, that's how he's describing it. But later on in this volume, we see something very different. It almost looks like boredom. It's boredom. And Mark talks... I mean, we'll get to it. Yeah. But Mark talks him to death in order to turn him. And it's he doesn't feel indifferent about anything. He's just like getting bored of Mark's story. Being, being unsure about that's a decision. What, I think that that is what he's saying here, but later on, I feel like we see something different. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, indeed. I think we need to talk about something here. Um, this is our first look at, at Amanda. At grown-up Amanda. Yep. And damn. Yeah. 
She fine, bro. Yeah. Not as fine as the the monster version of. Of, of course, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, of I mean, monster obviously, Girl, but but clo- a close second, a close yeah, second. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably right next to that. Right next to. Um, oh, she's sitting to the side. She knows. Yeah. She knows. Otley has uh, sketches in the back in the sketchbook section where she he actually drew a version of this with pants and also one with a skirt and it was like. No, we went with the skirt. Like Robert I mean, the skirt her that skirt is so short that you There's that her no butt skirt. cheeks there, are sh- definitely hanging out no the back skirt. of those. The skirt, one hundred percent. All right, so Ryan got the the two or no the one the single page spread of, um, the last universe of issue. fighting. She's fighting. She's she's shooting a a, a blue guy. She's fighting the Viltrumites. She's fighting the Viltrumites. Which I think, man, I think it makes happened. sense. No, I think it makes sense. Because uh, she made friends with who just now in this volume? Mark. Mark. It was Mark. It wasn't the government that would allow her to do everything that she did. I mean, she it was literally the says to Mark that I'll repay you. Yeah, but was she talking to or is Mark she, or is she talking to, to Earth? Oh, I get what you're saying. So Earth goes to her and says... Yeah. Because maybe throughout over the... You know what? Over the years, maybe she comes back. It's not Mark's energy. It's yeah. the, it's the gov- It belongs over, to the government. Yeah. Over the years, she comes back to Earth. She needs energy every once in a while. We help her out, mm-hmm. you know. They get they join the fight as part of the coalition. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Finds Mark on the battlefield, realizes that she's wrong, and then changes sides. There you go, head cannon. Um, and then space racer comes in, but it's not the original. Uh, so we've got, uh, yeah, Amanda. Uh, she mentions that everything's so different now. Uh, because, you know, Rex asked how she was adjusting. Uh, Cecil asked to meet Mark in the white room. Mark says this is never a good sign. Um, Mark's telling Cecil how he sees a time where he's not wearing the costume anymore, and he has no intention of wearing an earpiece or anything like that anytime soon. He says that there's a smarter way of going about things, like what happened with Universa, and that maybe even with dinosaurs, things could be different. And Cecil says, no, that maniac, nothing will get through to him. Um, and Mark says that he's actually helping humanity, or he could be helping humanity. And Cecil bumps that conversation and doesn't want to talk about it now. And Cecil says, um, there's some things that I've been meaning to tell you. Uh, this might upset you, but don't be alarmed. There's some things I've been keeping from you. And that's the last page. And there's the reanimated alternate universe Mark. Invincibles. Yeah, Invincible standing there. 83 top 10 cover um easily top five i don't <laughs> easily top five I no actually, way i actually do think this one might actually make it top 10 this is so cool looking come on i i don't think it would i i we let's do a top 10 let's do a top 10 for the next the next episode it's that i want to but that doesn't work well as a audio podcast yeah maybe we'll up. try and make that into a video that'd be a cool mm. video of us showing. We'll each have like an iPad or something like I that. I think we'll we should do it. it and we can make it quick. I can make it into... Yeah, but we could also make it into a video and it'd be better. We'll see. We'll do something. Mm. It's going to happen. It will happen. I don't think that those would be on your... I think I'm you would curious. try to fit it in now yeah. and it's not going to match up. Yeah. I'm, I, I'll be able to find covers that you like more than this cover. I like this cover. I'll be able the, to find ten like more covers cover than you like. I like this cover the way I like the bulletproof cover. 
of him like in the puddle of blood like mm-hmm. it's creative it's different it's like like issue 50 like all white with the, like i like unique covers like that and yep. this is one of those mm-hmm. so we'll see i don't know i feel like there's a lot of them now i feel like there's a lot i don't know all right so it, it, before li- cecil says listen before you choke me and then mark very calmly says okay so these are the alternate versions of me that died He's like, you turn them into Reanimin. And then Cecil goes on, like, interrupts him. He's like, listen, I know why this would make you mad, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, wait. He's like, you're not mad? He's like, why aren't you going to choke me? And then Mark says, he's like, even though it's super weird seeing them, seeing dead versions of myself, he's like, it makes sense. He's like, as long as the technology doesn't let them, like, wreak havoc on the world. And then Cecil allows, or Cecil, you know, lets him know that that's not going to happen and all Mm -hmm. that other shit. And then Mark just simply leaves. He's like, all right, cool. Let great, me know if you need anything. Great panel of Cecil. Just left in there. Wow. Yeah. Like, you're ex- he was expecting this huge, like, yeah. confrontation and, and nothing happens, which just goes to show, you know, the level that Mark has changed. Yep. Uh, we've got Titans, like... Mahershal Ali. Mahershal Ali's uh, criminal mastermind headquarters, his secret headquarters in the city. Uh, Magmaniac and Tether Tyrant show up saying that they that they basically need some they need some help here. They couldn't make ends meet. They're they're struggling financially. Did you guys growing up ever think that it was ends meet? Ends? Like yeah, that's saying couldn't E-N- make ends meet. Yeah. M E A T. I never thought E-A-T? that. Yeah, I always thought it was M E A T. Yeah. You thought it was meat? Yes. Ends meet. It's not? No, it's ends. Oh my god. <laughs> We just couldn't make ends meet. Think about it. You have two ends. You can't make them meet. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I am just as as appalled at the fact that you guys believed that. <laughs> you I guarantee. I get, dude, two out of three of us believed that it was ends meet. Why like, would you I mean, think that? Though? I just fucking up. know. Most I don't know. Most of the time being younger and just not thinking. Like, yeah, ends meet. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> ends meet. Like, the, even the way that you, like, say it, it doesn't sound like ends meeting. It sounds like ends meet. Like the end, the meat over there is the end. I feel like, hey, if you're listening to this and you agree with them, please, <laughs> please write in. I, I feel like I really want you to, because I, I think that the, I mean, it was ridiculous years ago coincidence that, that you two really are the only two people in the entire world, and There's you just no happen way. to know each other. There's no way. There's no way I that people think that. You can Google ends meet M E A T, and you'll find that people ask that. No, I you'll get a spelling correction. I don't think that you even get. need to do that. I honestly think that you could just ask people on the street, and yeah. they will tell you yeah. that they will agree with us, Ryan. TJ, I think you're in the minority with this. You're ne- what? Never thinking. You it? think I'm in the minority of this? I don't know. We'll I, see. I, I do. I really do. <laughs> I firmly believe that. So you think that every that the majority of people in the world, because I'm in the minority. M E A T. Think like are doing this wrong. Yeah. Even though that mm-hmm. E E T is correct. Yes. I'm in the minority. Yeah, correct. Okay. Um, so they're they're asking Titan for work basically, and Titan makes a reference to the order uh, from guarding the globe, and then says that he there is something that they can do to prove how valuable they are. Uh, then there's Mark talking with uh, with Eve. Uh, she asked how the meeting with Cecil went. He said it was fine. And Mark saw uh, eight, maybe ten dead versions of himself. That was really creepy. And Eve says, ew, okay, how... Oh, wait, did he make Reanimate out of those alternate versions of yourself that Angstrom Levy brought from another dimension? I guess that makes sense. And Mark's like, you really just figured that out just now? Wow. 
Um, also, I apologize. I said Levy. Um, that's a dollar to Robert Kirkman. Um, we just start a paint, start uh, start a jar every time we say Levy instead of Levy. Uh, so they go to a party, and even though Robot asked to be called Rex, the sign says "Welcome back, Robot and Monster Girl." Um, and all the guys are hitting on Amanda. She brings up the fact that it's been 12 years. Um, Freaking Shapesmith. There, okay. there are parts of your clothes where there are no clothes, and we can see your skin instead. Like like what a kid yeah. would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? So funny. Because uh, the guys are, like, oogling over her and, like, yeah. hitting on her. Like, um, Kid Thor says, your time away has certainly benefited you. <laughs> and then um, Knockout comes and, like, He's like, really she, takes him away. Yeah. Rex is looking uh, pretty upset. Um, Mark talking. Great, great, like, I guess you'd call it choreography, what a positioning or whatever from Otley here with Mark talking to Rex, saying, oh, I got to admit, I missed having you guys around. Uh, I knew that you guys were close, but uh, hey. And then you can kind of see from Rex's point of view, Mark, like, coming into frame, blocking mm-hmm. his view of Amanda. That is really funny. Isn't that great? It's like, hey, 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 I'm, hey, hey, I'm, hey I'm talking to you. Uh, everything okay between you and Monster Girl? And Rex says, no, not remotely. Um, James, a.k.a. Magmaniac, and Tether Tyrant are going to their apartment. They're talking about how the what they're about to do for Titan is going to be extremely difficult. Um, uh, James leaves, and we find that Tether Tyrant is actually talking to the Tether, tether vest. vest. Yeah, and saying that, like, oh, no, he knows you're alive, but, you know, we don't keep secrets from each other. Um, I, I, I don't want to talk to you in front of him. Um, uh, I, I, I know, um, but that's not what I want. I know a permanent bond would make me stronger, um, maybe even help us pull this off, but you said it would transform me. I trust you. We've been together for years, but I just don't like the sound of that. Listen to me now. <laughs> so fucking terrible. And that was a great movie, and that was so bad. That was really Spider-Man bad. Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. But this is cool. Yes. I, lo- I love this. This was a cool... Uh, uh, I think it's even fucking cooler when he actually... When it happens? Bonds with him, which is... My gosh, that's like... No. Four more details that we get for Tether Tyrant compared to, like, Powerplex, <laughs> who's just crying in every single scene that he's in. So this... Everything we just talked about Tether Tyrant, Tyrant was one page. That yeah, whole, this whole still, scene was one and page. And still it adds more intrigue to his character <laughs> than fucking crying Powerplex. I'm sorry. You're fucking crazy. Uh, no, I'm not. Is... He's, he's straight up our Dr. Octopus. All right, so another... He is Dr. So, Octopus. So, no, he's not. Yes, he is. He is He is Kirkman's answer to Dr. Octopus. And 100%. So I can't like him? No, you can like him. Okay. But he's not as good as Powerplex. Not he, even not even close. Because he's like Doc Ock? Yeah. No. Your yeah. logic makes no sense. It, does it? Or doesn't it? Or does it? Bulletproof is uh, trying to take Amanda home and starts talking to her about whether or not she still has a thing between him and her and Robot. I mean, Rex and you guys kind of had a puppy love thing going away before you grew up. And Amanda realizes what he's doing and says, no, there's nothing between you and I. Like, I, I'm sorry, it's just too soon. Um, with All with Rex watching, he thinks that they left together. Um... And then after uh, the party, Mark and Eve are going to bed. And Eve says, I don't know if I'll ever be able to call him Rex. It was weird seeing him like that. Mark says, I haven't even considered that. Um, Eve says, cheer up. Let's have sex. 
And Mark's like, ah, oh, this room. Nah. And then, yeah, have sex with me in your parents' bed. Eve in this volume is hilarious. I love Eve. Have sex with me. Have sex with me in your parents' bed. Grabbing yeah. his wrist. Not helping. <laughs> so funny. Uh, next page is Tether Tyrant and Magmaniac attacking More Machine Tyrant. Head. Hmm. Machine Head. See how it's going back and forth between like bigger, better things. And who's there with Machine Head? Vault. 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 His own scoffing like, personal... at scoffing at the fact that it's Tether Tyrant and yeah. and Mega Maniac. He's like Machine Head just shoots Mega Maniac right in the skull. Uh, Magmaniac's like, are you a, 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 how bad at you are this? I worked for you for three years and you didn't, you didn't know that bullets can't hurt me. Vault electrocutes Tether Tyrant's tethers and stuns him. Vault comes after Magmaniac, J- Magmaniac and squashes his head. Yeah, figures out the right voltage and smashes his head, killing him. Um, Tether Tyrant yells, James. Does he wow. kill him? So sad. Yeah, he kills him. So- wow. So Megmaniac's <laughs> what the like, fuck? Yeah. Megmaniac's head is smushed and it shows his his teeth like on the uh-huh. top of his skull, which oh. is cool. So Megmaniac comes over to him crying. They had a relationship. I mean, they he said that they don't keep secrets from each other. They were very close. Um, you can form a, a new head. Come on, come on. You're not. You're not. And he's holding his like melting body, which is a cool touch. Uh, and he says, No, Do actually, it. it's not a cool touch. It would be a, very, be a very hot, hot touch. touch. Oh, oh, God. It's too much. <laughs> DJ. I, keep, I hate that I have to keep calling him Tether Tyrant. Why? I want him to have a name, like James. We knew James' name. What's Tether Tyrant's name? Jim Bob. Jim Bob? TT. Uh, what I like about this is that he and the Tether Monster actually have a really good relationship because the entire time the Tether Monster could have fucking taken over him and done oh, a yeah. permanent bond. Oh, yeah. But he literally just respected Jim Bob enough to... To, to, to not do it yeah. until he right here says mm-hmm. do it now take it over do it I and don't care there's nothing left for me this is so amazing it, it it like the tethers go into his body and you turn the page and it's just black this this isn't a movie or something it's what is this I mean it's it's been it's in Spider-Man in, I know it's in it's what been is it? in the Spider-Man, Spider-Man comics yeah um and hasn't it isn't it later on in Invincible sure it's definitely in Invincible yeah it's, it's an during invincible. issue 100. And they did the same thing during... I feel like I've seen it in a movie What was it? Where Aunt May died in the comics. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Um, well, he's in this black void and he's saying, hello, hello. You know, did you do the bond? Did it happen? And then he has this moment where he's like, James, how could I let... And he's can you hear me? I don't want this. I don't want this anymore. What is that? I said... I don't want this anymore. Oh, man, that's gonna. Yeah. I I need at yeah, least five something. minutes Sorry. of just quietness right. in my head. Uh, he says, "Hello, I'm serious." No, no, I don't want this anymore. I can even hear the inflection that you're doing it. Shit! I don't want this anymore. I don't know. Oh my god! It's a kids movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, he says, "I want my body back. I demand you give it back to me. I want." And you turn the page, and he says, "Control," and it's the guardians taking. Oh my god! Down. It's fucking Home Alone. Is it really? It's fucking Home Alone. Did we already make? I'm not as scared of you anymore. <laughs> right. It is. It's a it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I thought you were talking about the all black background. That too. But then no, when but I was reading it, yeah. I said, oh, I thought you were okay. <laughs> I said. Weird. Another Home Alone reference. Um. Yeah, and he's just completely 
he's a monster and he's been destroying the city. Doesn't he say, um, he like drops the car, Britt takes it. And Britt says, you've been wrecking havoc on this city for four hours and then you just come to and give up. I don't buy it. And they send him to prison. Um, Mark shows up, says that, you know, the Guardians had, you know, they had it covered, leaves. Um, oh yeah, I like how Cecil... Like Mark says, you, you're usually in your suit ready to work at a time like this. It's not even six yet. And Cecil says, I don't sleep. That's half the reason I landed this job. I sit in a puddle of goo for one hour a day. It keeps me young. You're making that up, smartass. <laughs> Whatever, kid. Enjoy your beauty sleep. But he's not making that he's up. He's not making that up. Um, Amanda and Rex have a very awkward moment together um, in the bathroom. And... Um, Rex says it's weird being back off the, all this time. She says, yeah. And Amanda wants to talk about it. And Rex says, I came back here to leave behind everything we built and to forget what you did. Please, Amanda, why won't you let me forget? 84 is the final issue of this reread. And uh, I will I say one thing that I'm... This is a pretty good this cover. This is a pretty good cover, TJ. You're <laughs> <laughs> in your top five, too. What were you going to say, TJ? You will uh, say. I'll save it for when we're done. About the cover? No. Oh, okay. Oh. You sure you remember? Yeah. All right. Um, this issue starts with... Um, William, who you said doesn't make a right. return. And is Maybe in the same volume. Maybe this is the last one. I forgot. Hmm. Um, Mark kind of giving Eve some shit about... Or William giving Eve some shit about uh, Mark in Las Vegas. She's saying it wasn't his fault. Uh, and then there's Mark standing on the sheet of glass which D.A. Sinclair and uh, Chris have converted into a solar panel that is providing cheap, clean energy for literally nearly half the country. They're doing what? And it's employing thousands. Dinosaurs. So, yep, turn the page. Two-page spread with the smallest text imaginable. Dinosaurs was right. What? What was that? What? What? Uh, 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 nothing? Nothing. nothing. Um, let's see. We've got... More Rex and Amanda. Is this where you find out? No, not yet. Ah, it's soon. 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 It's not this trade, is it? No. It's That's not. what I was going to say. Damn it. That I was forgot. the thing that I was right. saving to the end. <sighs> is I feel like this was such an overarching thing throughout this trade that I feel while. like it should have ended with you this trade. You know what? Trade. It happened during their... Their, their argument yeah no like during the flashbacks to and from it was during that whole arc yes which is the next arc so that makes sense mm. there's no way it's two arcs from now they kept it going that long the this was when otley and walker were yeah. going back and forth yeah. and that was 89 to like 94 wow so we still got a few issues to go yeah <clears throat> if it does happen there are we sure it doesn't happen right before them I feel like it's the first issue of that arc. Maybe the Anyways, next trade ends with that. Um, he she says that I didn't. I saw you watching. I didn't. I, I didn't sleep with bulletproof. Rex says I don't care. Not anymore. So, so this interaction with Mark and Eve. It's Mark at home watching a movie. Um, it's pretty much Mark being very like ambiguous with what he's going to do, but he's yes. he's literally just saying to he's Eve, like asking listen, I'm going to do something that might get some flack, you yeah. know? And I just want to make sure you're cool. But I love you, and I'm doing it because you. I'm right. Like, yeah. I think it's But he also right says thing. that it's it's similar to what you were doing in Africa. Yes. Like, he's doing it. That was a cool He's trying back. to uh, better the planet. Yeah. Right. So, then <laughs> the next page is Cecil and Goo. It is Goo. And, um... Donald walks in and says it's invincible. It's bad. 
uh, you need to come right away. Look at the fear. On yeah. Cecil. Oh, like, yeah. This, you can tell, like, this is a moment that he's been, like, that keeps him up at night or keeps him up when he's in his goo. And he's, like, constantly waiting, like, any day now, Mark is going to turn just like mm-hmm. Nolan did. And you can kind of see that in this expression. So it's Mark in uh, Stronghold Penitentiary, mm-hmm. right? Cherry. Uh, <laughs> and it's uh, David Anders. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna? Are you here to kill me? He's like, no, I'm here to save you. And he is watching Spaced. Spaced. The, you know, we Nick need Frost. to write down. We just need to write it down. This is my favorite Otley, call in all of Invincible. Like, hey man, was that you or did Kirkman say, hey, that he's is watching Space? You think so? Oh, what? I think it's definitely Otley. No, I think it's definitely Kirkman. Really? Yeah. Why are you saying Otley? Because I feel like Kirkman's in the script says, full page spread, Mark standing we, in the doorway, break like, we like we do know David that is watching. we do know that Kirkman is friends with Simon Pegg. We know that Kirkman and Ryan Otley were on the set of Paul. Yeah. Why? But why are like you why are you assuming that it's why not? I I would assume that Otley is just a fan of them as as Simon Pegg and Nick Frost is Kirkman is. We know that Simon Pegg is an Invincible fan. Like, we know this stuff. Like, I think he just did it. Why couldn't he be just as much a fan? I feel like anytime there's Easter eggs like that, like, that's almost always Otley. You think all the Easter eggs are Otley? I think the majority of them. License plates, anything that's, like, goofiness, like, that kind of stuff is Otley. That's why I even ask. Otherwise, I would say it's Otley 100%. I think that there's some of them, but I wouldn't say. I don't think all Easter eggs are Otley. It could go either way. Or even, like... No, ninety percent like, of them. No, like for example, one time they were playing Mario Galaxy, but I think that was Kirkman said that Kirkman, he, at the time he, he was, was playing, playing a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, I, again, it's entirely possible, but I just always assume a lot of those visual background ones are Otley having fun with it. <clears throat> so yeah, he says he's gonna break him out, and uh, he says, "What makes you turn? Do I gotta get you mad or something?" And he's like, um, "No, it's interference. That's what makes me turn." Mark's like, "What?" You know, not caring about something. That's why they have all this stuff in here to keep me interested. And Mark's like, you mean indifference? Yeah, man, that, that's what it... Uh, you gotta make me not care about something before they get in here. Save me. So, indifference, not caring about something, is yeah. what he says. So he doesn't care about the story. They... He says not caring. When, you know, when you're just kind of like... When you're like, oh, whatever. whatever. Yeah, that's not caring. Not so, caring yeah. and boredom is the same thing, but I think um, indifference and boredom are two different things. Yeah. Mm. Well, Mark explains, uh, he, he regales the story of when he first got his powers and like, you know, when he was taking out the trash and how excited he was and then standing on the roof and it bores David Anders into indifference. Do you think that also bores the audience? Do you think that's Kirkman's way of being like... I think it was it, brilliant. That's it a, was yeah, kind that's, of like a boring yeah, of origin course. story? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't say that, but like it's him boring the reader in that moment. Right. TJ, is it several issues from now? Yes. Damn. It's issue 92. They went that long in keeping that secret. Yeah, it's, it's 90, crazy. issue 92. Um, this is one of my favorite illustrations of Dinosaurus. He looks so big and hulking, and I love his neck. Yeah. It's so fucking awesome. Yeah, it's used at the end of the uh, uh, page at the end of this hardcover. Very cool. Yeah, that thick like yeah. lizard, like so cool. Um, Mark says, um, "Well, no, right away." Dinosaurs is like they had me contained in here. You're smart enough to know that. You're uh, so as unbelievable as it might sound, uh, you've come here because you've come around to my way of thinking, and you're here to help me. But that's insane, right? And Mark goes on to say that, you know, you've killed people, you've destroyed cities, but um, your methods are inexcusable. 
but I want to talk about it and we can find a way to make it work. Uh, and I love how Dinosaurs is like, my solar panel array is being built, isn't it? Cheap energy for everyone, right? You know? Uh, this is the best thing. He's like, it's small, but it's but it's a difference. He's like, much better than saving a bridge or punching a bank robber, right? Yeah. Um, Mark says, if you'd be willing to let me help you, uh, I'll help you escape and I'll help you make a difference. Cecil barges in uh, with uh, the, the Invincible, invincible Reanimen. And yeah, he helps dinosaurs escape. Um, he says, Mark says you have noble intentions because Dinosaurus is like, why are you helping? And he's like, you have noble intentions. I can see good in what you've done. I think you'd help me look at the big picture. So pretty much the reason why Mark wants to is because obviously he sees the good and then Mark will be the, like, you know, the the best way to control dinosaurs. He So he thinks. Yeah. He thinks that he'll be able to keep him in check and making his things happen more reasonably. Like, hey, let's... Let's evacuate. Like he's still gonna do crazy shit. Yeah, but he's but trying to he's make trying to save lives the in the meantime. In the uh, yeah. I love this moment after they fly out through the Pentagon. Uh, a stunned Cecil sitting in the chair with Donald behind him, and he says to Donald, "That didn't happen. There's no way that happened. There's no way that just happened. Invincible would never do something like that. He's he would never tell me that didn't just happen." Donald says, "That just happened, sir." Cecil, suit up. I want a squadrons ready to launch in two minutes. And then we see uh, defense agency officers all over the place, standing guard. Uh, Eve says, he did what? And uh, Cecil explains, and she says that he told me he was going to do something crazy. I think I kind of gave him permission to do it. Um, Cecil says, uh, he's officially a fugitive now, and if he contacts you and you don't inform us immediately, that makes you an accomplice. Um, we don't want another Las Vegas level catastrophe to happen. Uh, she says, you don't think invincible or you don't think Mark's really capable of that. Do you? Cecil says, I have no idea what he's capable of at this point. This could mean the end for us all. And then we see the undisclosed location, the secret base of dinosaurus and dinosaurus says, ready to get started. Mark says, yeah, let's save the world. And he's got his badass fucking cape on. He, he, he traded shroud. the underwear for some for a cape. I think he's like, stupid. <laughs> you look stupid. Powerplex is dumb. I love how TJ you look has, stupid. Taken, has taken the, right. the mantle of Come Powerplex. On. Meanwhile, he's one of my favorites. No, <laughs> I, I think, I think no, Powerplex no, I might be my favorite beat. But it's beat. just funny that, like... I'm the one that like is known for loving power plugs, and you yeah. two are fighting about them, and I'm like, hey, it's mm. it's fine. Uh, so yeah, good stuff. <clears throat> so actually, oh yeah, what were we gonna bring up? Well, well, I already said. Oh, it was when they talk about it. I was surprised that they that they didn't end the Stark arc with uh, revealing that they had been there for 700 years. Um, however, we were talking about like how can they hold off that long? The next um trade paperback or the next volume mm -hmm. um half of it isn't even on earth mm, it's it's nolan they go away yeah with oliver debbie cool. nolan and alan that's that's why yeah. all right it's like three issues two or so three issues. is the next trade the cory walker trade yes it that issue is but no so does the cory walker like ryan otley bounce back and forth the last two trades yes or spread across two trades Yes. I think it does, but it's not the next one. However, Corey yeah. Walker does do the off-world stuff with Nolan and oh, Oliver and so stuff. It's not the back-and-forth stuff. No, the back-and-forth stuff then doesn't start till the next... It's yeah. the beginning of that. It should be the beginning, beginning no, of that. No, still not. Still not. 
and no, right there, yep. So it starts at 92. Oh, of the back and forth stuff, yeah. yes. Is so, yeah. 92. so we've got two trades And that's the issue then. that you find out. Yeah, the but first it, one of those. Wow. So but we where have it starts out is... This is... Oh, we're getting into Scourge is, and Bulletproof. Yeah. And this is the best... Oliver. ...volume of Invincible coming up. Wait, the next two. Are you being you're sarcastic? Just, you're just saying far. things. You're just no, saying I'm not. things. You're being sarcastic, right? Because you no. don't like the Flaxon stuff. Oh, wait, yeah, minus the Flaxon stuff. That's the whole next two. But that's all like of, it. So yeah, but next no, one, uh, Dinosaurus is in a fuck yeah, ton. No, no, no. The next one is Space, Scourge, Dinosaurus, Bulletproof. Yeah. Then after that is Robot, Amanda, Flaxon, Monad. The one after that is the one you're talking about. Right, right, like right. Three no, away right, right. With no, dinosaurs. you're talking the next one with Dinosaurus. Yeah. And the Scourge virus and the, the threat, threat, And him fight. breaking him out the of the moon. leading yeah. up to issue 100. Well, 100 is just 99 and 100 with Dinosaurus. Right. But yeah, it's still good. Mm. Oh, we're getting so close. Cool, good stuff. Um, before we wrap up, any uh, other stuff we want to talk about? Have we? Have either of you seen any movies lately? Yes, yes. What? I have. What? I don't know, but I can't like think of them on the spot. I know. I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna say. I think Joker was the last thing that we I talked saw. about. Oh, that. I didn't see Zombieland Double Tap. Did you see it? I saw it today, actually. How right. was it? I heard it was really good. I thought it was good. As I thought good it was as good. the first one, right? Like yeah. I haven't seen it, but yeah. I, I enjoyed the first one. I enjoyed this one. Yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah, the first one I, I would it. hold to this high regard. I mean, the first one's good. I think they I show too much in the trailer, but... I, I don't even know I've seen the trailer. I don't am watching... I almost did it today, but I wanted to wait for you, TJ. I almost watched T2 in mm. preparation oh, for right, Dark Fate. We got, we got Dark Fate coming. Um, I can't fucking wait. I'm taking Riker. Riker, really Riker loves T2. Really? Oh yeah, That's and cool. and here's the thing: Terminator God. Two Judgment Day is rated R for some reason. Could you imagine that movie today? It's not rated R mm. at all. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, not really. And all of the Terminator movies, minus Salvation, I think, were R. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, did you finish Living with Yourself? No, I still haven't. Well, so how far into it are you? Still Four episodes, the last, yeah, the last thing. It's so, so good. I'm so shocked you couldn't finish that. Yeah. I, I really so enjoyed good. it. I will. Yeah. I will. I think I feel like you but, lost motivation, you know. though. I just in the, in the time that I could have. Yeah. I rewatched. Um, I just went Mad on Max Fury living. Road. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Um, went on living my life. By the next time we record, we will have seen some Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited for the Mandalorian. Yep. See. Holy shit! Did you see the new trailer for that? No. It looks like the a first rated R. Awesome. Dude, Dude, it looks I know. like a rated R Star Wars movie. I it's can't wait. crazy. You didn't watch the new trailer? No. I don't really. Good. When he walked out of the door really and shot good. the fucking stormtrooper <laughs> in the face. The first one when he shot the door or whatever and it like closed. Dude, you walked out and you just shoot the stormtrooper in the face. They like, say you're. Like they say you're the best bounty hunter in 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 this parsec. Is that true? And then it cuts to him just like doing like fucking crazy action. I can't wait. It's gonna be so. It looks really really good. Um, Video Um, games. I got the uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey DLC because I can't stop playing that game. What DLC is it? It's just more stuff. Like right now, it's. more Assassin's Creedy kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. the next DLC that came with this bundle, because it's like the season pass of them, is all very mythology kind of stuff. I can't wait. Cool. Like Atlantis, Hades, like very cool. it's underworld stuff. Um, A Netflix show I started watching, and I literally had I didn't know what it was about. I didn't see anything or know anything about it. Uh, I saw an article online that was like new show coming to Netflix, and they described it as um, a post-apoc. It feels like a post-apocalyptic. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Daybreak. So really? I was like literally just straight up, I'm just going to try it out without knowing anything about Daybreak. it. 
and it's very good. It's it good. is. It's um. How many episodes? It's very. It's a. It's a comedy. It is. Oh. Yeah, it's a comedy Ten, though. I think. Okay. Good stuff though. I think it's eight. No, I think eight it's more full than eight. hour episodes. Because oh. I, I. So when you first start watching it, you're like, ugh. Yeah. The thing about it though, because and this made me feel it kind of ver- feels like Zombieland a little bit. Yeah, it it's does. Very, it it like made he me turns feel, to the camera it and made, talks. It made me feel really uneasy watching it because it felt like uh, it was copying uh, Last Kids on Earth, which is a book series. It's like a comic slash book series for kids. Like Riker loves it, and it just came out with an animated forty minute long book one episode on Netflix, like mm-hmm. literally three months ago, and I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. This is literally just like it, but a rated R version. It's literally the same, TJ. If you watch it, you're it's like, a, holy shit. It's also, it's based on a book like that, too. And But Daybreak is based on a book. Like, it's its own thing. That's, That's why I was saying. like, oh, okay. But yeah. it was surprising. Like, I just finished um, finding out about Wesley and uh, the head of the jocks. So how many episodes are you in? I watched, like, six. I'm, like, in. I'm, like, in it. Are like, you still actively watching it? Yeah. Yeah. But you just, you let living with yourself I go. love, I fucking love Matthew Broderick in it. And he's, 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 he's in it. That's yeah. awesome. I want to see Matthew yeah. Broderick in something. Dude, he's good. so good. He's yeah. so good in he's this. He's very good. He's, he's so good in it. Um, comic books for a minute. Curse of the I White read Knight. Curse of the White Knight issue four late. I read it like a week ago. I almost died. I think it's one of the best single issues of a comic book I've ever read. I've, I almost died. Did you read it, TJ? I read it yet. TJ. <gasps> It is. How did you not read it when I fucking said, "Holy shit, this fucking comic because book!" Because honestly, that every night. issue is good. Yeah. But and I feel bad that I hyped it up now. But holy shit, it, you, this issue. You don't see it coming. You don't. Oh. You do not see it coming. It's. It's keep so talking good. about it. Though. I know. We keep I'm just. I'm, I'm just. just what don't you see coming? Just tell me. The thing. It's all right. It's all right. But no, no, yeah, I'm just. I'm just gonna say. Okay. You shouldn't have brought no, it up because he's just gonna. I'm not gonna. I, I would never. Because <laughs> I would listen. I would never ruin something like oh that. Oh my! That's all you do is ruin <laughs> things. No, no, I don't. You are the worst not, spoiler. Right. Curse of the White Knight is is doing this thing where it's taking all of the like huge things that happen it, in the Batman universe and and making them just happen. And it also feels like someone that like loves. Like the Batman that we love, like animated series yeah. and those kind of stories and yeah. those kind of worlds, like it's so cool, it's so good. Yeah, like, it's not like it's not like I don't know. There's so many people who write for Batman, and I and I I don't feel like they get us. Like this this the, who's the writer? Sure, Sean Gordon Murphy, writer and artist of White Knight. Yeah, of, he just fucking gets me. Like he, <laughs> he gets, gets me. me. He's like <laughs> I'm like this is what I want, and dude, it's fucking good, man. I, I we. I, I'm so glad that you love it, love it this much because for like a year, TJ and I were like, "Bill, read it, read it." White yeah, I, I, I don't like. I don't know what I thought it was. I, mean, I, I think I think I was getting it mixed up with. It's metal. almost like when people think of like Invincible, it's just some other superhero. I, I was getting it mixed like, up. No, with, it's with it's Batman good. Metal and DC Metal, like yeah, that yeah. stuff, and that that does not interest me at all. But this is what? fucking awesome. Before White Knight, what what was the last Batman thing that you read? Uh probably stuff you gave him. No. Like Court of Owls stuff? No, I haven't even you read never, that. You wouldn't read uh, it. You haven't read Court of Owls? I haven't read Court of Owls. That no. was another thing we were, like, pushing Damn. them to read. So I've talked about it a lot on the podcast, yeah. but the last Batman I read live was Rest in Peace, and I stopped fucking caring about yeah. it after that. That was, like, I 2007. Bet. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I haven't even read Tom King stuff, but what I know about a lot of the Tom King's Batman, he'd probably yeah. love. I don't know. It's very real, isn't it? Like, it's very, like, human. Yeah. Mm, yes. From what I know. Yes. I don't necessarily care. Like, that doesn't make it, make or break something yeah. for me. 
No, I know, but it's it, from what I've seen. The There's a lot of really... like relationship stuff. All right, stuff. so There's here's the thing: of... if if I should start reading, I would like to branch out and read more stuff. But it's hard finding something like Curse of the White Knight where I'm like, just, oh my god, it yeah. came out! It came out! I have to read it right now. Like yeah. I don't feel that way about yeah. a lot of comics and. So if there's something out there as good as that, then suggest it, and I'll read it. But, but I suggest things to you, and it takes you a year to read them, <laughs> or you oh, don't I read them. It. I forgot their name. Someone wrote in and uh, really wanted us to read Redneck by Donny Cates. Oh, yeah. That's an image I've book. Seen it that's an image book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they promote that one a lot, too, hmm. and they said it's amazing. So that's, a, that's one that maybe is worth checking out. But I haven't read it, though, White Knight yet, because I'm trying to... I'm actively catching up on comics. So... This should be towards the top of your list. I too. caught up on it's it's one comic and I like to read them yeah, together. I, um, I was like three behind on Ascender, so I caught up on that and that's fucking amazing. Um, and Fer- I was behind on Batman and I'm almost caught up on that now too. Furman Rays said uh, Redneck. Check out Redneck. Um, which one? Ascender and Descender. Ascender and uh, Batman. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, sorry, so that does it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on uh, iTunes, podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, <laughs> Words, um, mm. <laughs> theinvinciblepodcast.com, YouTube. We've done a, uh, a, a trivia show video if you haven't seen that. It was a ton of fun to do. Um, otherwise, we'll be back a month from now. We're uh, first Friday of every month. And... Uh, if you're listening to the background, you could probably hear our outro song. This one is called Together by our friend Wyatt Lane. Uh, you can find his music over on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. And I'm starting to not be able to speak because I've been talking too long. <laughs> you're, doing a, you're doing a fine job. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We're out. Bye. Bye. Later. Later.
long time ago when I was on a podcast, it was like on a cassette tape and you hit record on it and it was my own radio show in my no bedroom. Way. Me and my sister did it. Ask Sarah.